welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. Do I sound all cool and calm right now, all professional? I'll tell you what, two seconds ago, it was not like that. (laughs) Best laid plans, right? So I spent all day long getting some stuff ready for you guys, working on my files and and stuff for the show, the workshop and all that. Have everything lined up, getting ready to go. And one of my weird things, you know, maybe it's the whole, you know, I want to be cool like a beatnik poet thing or something like that. But I always light an incense before the show. And... So I go and I grab an incense. I was cleaning out a junk drawer today, and I found some in there that I hadn't seen before. And I thought, oh, I got I can try this one. So, and I'm thinking, well, maybe it was, maybe this is the sweet grass that Robbie sent me. Maybe I had some left. So I grab it, and I'm coming in here. I got everything ready. I light the incense, and the whole world goes up in smoke. It was a sparkler. It wasn't incense. It was a, like a, a Fourth of July sparkler. And sparks are going absolutely everywhere into my books all over stuff. I bump over everything on my desk, totally lost everything, the the file that I had been typing on all day. I hadn't saved it. So all of your stuff I was going to give you tonight, gone. Just So that's really going to give you a break on your, your workshop tonight. <laughs> it was absolutely insane. And I'm watching it count down and count down. And it's like, okay, breathe. I can do this. <laughs> so here, here we are. Welcome, everybody, to My Chaos. I want to let you know the number to call in tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you would like to call in and read. Okay. We do have some stuff that I want to go over before we get started. And first, I want to let you know that we are having a new prize drawing starting, Poetry for Prizes. And we've actually got a couple of things going on. Right now through March 31st, anyone that brings someone brand new to the show and they come to the show and read or maybe come to the show in the chat room and hang out and check us out, anyone who brings a new person to the Speakeasy gets their name into the prize drawing. And this is a special one. This is, this is different than our Poetry for Prizes, okay? This is like prize package that I'm putting together. This includes a journal. It includes a hand-designed quill pen that I am going to be making special, um, and whatever else I decide to throw in there. So it's going to be a, a really good, it's going to be a really good uh, draw, uh, prize for this one. So it's going on through the end of March. So all someone has to do is say, hey, I'm new to the show and Gina sent me over. Or, you know, Mike Mama, when she calls in and she's got someone on the line with her. So, yeah. We, uh, too many people out there in the world have their poetry tucked away in journals and notebooks stuck back in the back of their the drawer on their bedside table and you know think about what it was that got you reading your poetry out loud the first time think about how that's changed your life and what it's done for you so pay it forward 
you know, if you know somebody that you think would really like to do this or benefit from doing this or really think that you'd love to have, you'd love one of their poems and would love to have them read it, really encourage them, person that encouraged you. Pay that love forward. Okay, so that is what we are doing. And that we're, we're doing that drawing, we're doing this because I put a theme for this year. I always try to do something, a theme for a new year. And this is 2024 is the year of the voice. So we are going to be doing things to explore and focus on your voices as poets. So that is the first drawing we're doing. We have other things coming up that's going to be feeding into that theme, but that's the, that's the special drawing. So the year of the voice, give somebody a voice, help them find theirs, introduce them to reading out loud, encourage them. And I think we've got a really good group here. Yeah, be that person, year of the voice. All right, next I want to take a moment and remind you that our fundraiser for 2024's broadcasting license has begun. And if you would like to help sponsor this Speakeasy Cafe and help keep this community alive and growing and thriving, you can check out our fundraiser information and the link to it, which is pinned to the top of my Facebook page. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A, last name Alicia, L-I-S-I-A, or you can Google Speakeasy Cafe Fundraiser or Speakeasy Cafe GoFundMe. You can also message me, and I will send you the link. In addition, the Speakeasy has a PayPal account, and if you send me a message, I will give you the email address for the Speakeasy's PayPal account. And we have a cash app, which is dollar sign Speakeasy Cafe, if you'd rather make a donation through one of those services instead of GoFundMe. If you'd like any of this information and you would like to help keep this on the air, please let me know. I will be posting additional information and updates on my Facebook page. You also get a really super cool banner you get to put up on your page as a, as, as a sponsor and all that cool stuff. So please, can't do this without you. We've been doing this for 17 years. When it first started, I could afford to do it on my own, but there's absolutely no way in the last 17 years the cost of our broadcasting licenses have just skyrocketed. So, you know, if... if if we don't keep this show alive together as a community, then we can't be here anymore. And that just scares the heck out of me. I don't like things being out of my control. But you guys are amazing, and I appreciate you, and I know we'll get her done. So with that said, I do want to take a moment and thank our sponsors who helped contribute towards the 2023 broadcasting license. Those sponsors are Annabella Ashire, Anthony Arnold, Dave Kuhn, Debbie Kelly, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Jade Mist, Jessica Brooke, Karen DeWitt, Kristen Riley, Krissa Jopek, Krissa Jopek's dog, T.S. Elliott, Lori Binder, Lynn Perkins, Martha Shesnick, Michael Emerald, Missy and Jimmy Ray Davis, Pineapple 16, Rebel Jones, Rich Hathaway, Robert and May Ryan, Galloway and Timothy Melton. And I want to thank those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of Melvin Douglas Johnson, Philip Kent Church, John Case, Ray Neighbors, 
Rick Smith, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, King's Cadence, and Deep Enough. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for giving us the gift of this last year. We appreciate you more than you know. All right. And remember, if you would like to help keep us on the air, help contribute towards the show, be a sponsor for 2024, shoot me a message, let me know, and I can get you all the information you need. All right. So you know what time it is now, guys? It is time for Inspiration from the Inkwell, your mini workshop. (laughs) All right. So last week I was talking, I don't remember who it was I was talking to, but I want to give us all project for 2024. And that is, I want everyone to start working on a time capsule. So think about, you know, when we go back in time and we dig up some sand and we're archaeologists and we find a, a Egyptian tomb and there's all this stuff in it and they read it and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I want you to go bury yourself somewhere. I want you to create a time capsule, you know, so that when, you know, say someone 200 years from now finds it and they open it up and you can say, hi, this is me. This is who I am. How are you doing this? I'm a poet and these are some poems I wrote and these are some some things going on in the world and here's a stick of, of bubble gum and whatever. Whatever you want to say to someone 200 years from now, let's say, put your writing in there. Make yourself immortal. So time capsules. Look around, find a good, good sturdy weatherproof container and figure out where you would want to bury it. And let's do that. Let's let's put ourselves in the ground for future generations. I'm going to go through your poetry prompts as I go through these. Remember that prompts are meant to grow into poems. With that said, the prompt can be the title of your poem. It can be a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. And beyond that, whatever you do with them, it's entirely journals. We'll run through these. Number one, I will not remember you. I will not remember you. Number two, only when I'm lost do I find myself. Only when I'm lost do I find myself. Pam should be here for that one. Number three, phantom wind. Phantom wind. Number four comes after me. One should do that one and put it in there. Put it in their time capsule. Number five, dogs night out. Dogs night out. Number six, I swear my muse must be high. I swear my muse must be high. Number seven, I am not my label. I am not my label. Number eight, the eclipse in her eyes. The eclipse in her eyes. Number nine, writer's bluff. Writer's bluff. Number 10, the school of fatherhood. The school of fatherhood. Number 11, cracks in the sky. That's a good one for Robbie. Cracks in the sky. Number 12, who you say I am. Who 
who you say I am. Number 13, coming up for air. Number 14, eating crow. And in a parenthesis, not a parenthesis. So where did it go? Where did it go? There it is. Okay. So 14, eating crow and other strange things. <laughs> eating crow and other strange things. All righty. There you go. Those are your prompts. Remember, you can when you do these, you can write one prompt each or one poem to each of the fourteen prompts. You can mix and match them, and say there's four or five in there you really like. Put them all into one poem. Or if you get real froggy, you can put write a poem and use all the lines in one poem. Mm-hmm. Next, let's go over your pick apart a prompt writing exercise. This is always here. It never changes. This is something you should do every single time you sit down to write. Every time, regardless whether it's to one of these prompts or just something that you're saying, huh, I'm going to write about that. What this exercise does is it highlights that what you do with a prompt or an idea or inspiration before you write to it is far more important than what you write. There's a lot of people in this world that are writers, but we only know a handful of them. Why is that? because they have very unique voices. So how do you hone that voice? How do you find that thing that's going to have people reading your poetry 200 years from now? You have to search inside yourself and find the poems that only you could write in a way that you can write them. You don't want to write a typical poem. You don't want to write a poem about winter that's like 9 million other poems out there about winter make yours different. This is what this exercise does. It helps you go beyond the fluff, beyond the basic, and find ideas that lie underneath of all that. So the way we do this is I want you to open your journal to a clean page, and I want you to write down the first prompt. Then I would like you to write down at least six different poems you could write to that one prompt. When you're finished with the first, first prompt, I want you to move on to the next, all the way down the list until you've written at least six ideas for poems that you could write to each of the prompts. And I guarantee you, you will not make it through the end of this exercise without, without an idea running away with you. And I 100% guarantee it will be something that surprises you, okay? And it's a lot of fun to do this. All right, next, since I lost everything that I was going to give you tonight, I'm going to just do something random here because I do want to give you a writing exercise. It's been four weeks since we've had one. So the one I'm going to give you is one I'm actually working on for a new writer's workshop I'm putting together. I've not done this one before, but I think it's going to be fun is the writing exercise is called Blind Date Gone Wrong. Blind Date Gone Wrong. So for this, I would like you to run off to the store and grab a tabloid newspaper, like the Star or the Inquirer, all right? Next, I want to take you to take your pen or a highlighter and start going through the paper and circling or highlighting random sentences that you like. And the more obscure and crazy and weird, the better. 
Once you're done, I want you to use these lines, and you can add some of your own if you wish, to construct a poem titled Blind Date Gone Wrong. The fun thing about this exercise is so you go out and you spend that dollar twenty-five on that tabloid and you write this one poem and it's like, okay, sounds like pretty much a bar- bargain to me. But the cool thing is, is that you can, once you're done, you can turn around and start all over again just by changing the title. For example, what if you change the title to your poem to um, what a funny thing happened to me on the way to the post office or shit that happens on my block or I wish I had never looked or um, a dream after eating ice cream before bedtime. And, um, and that's how I knew you were perfect for me. Okay, think how much fun that would be, putting those together. All right, and if you don't want to run out and spend $1.25 on a rag newspaper, then you can write the poem, but you better pretty, be pretty darn, darn weird. I mean, you need to put your head in tabloid mind space to get some of this stuff done because, you know, some of this stuff you just can't make up, right? <laughs> so bonus here, the bonus here is that if you do this exercise and you come back and you read it to me on the air, that's going to be with your name in the drawing 20 times. Yeah. So if you do this exercise and you come back and read it to me, your name's going to go into the drawing, the prize drawing, 20 times. So hope that's a good incentive for you. I'm going to go ahead and finish this up. Um, remember, if, if uh, going through all that, if I got you lost somewhere, you didn't get everything, don't worry. You can come back after the show's over and listen to the podcast in the show's archives and write down anything you missed and you'll be good to go. So remember, we always concentrate on reading, 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 food for our creative souls. We have to have input in order to have output. Go out and live life. Go out and read something. Experience new things. Only through new experiences can you grow. If you only have 16 crayons in your coloring box, you're not going to be able to do that 164 picture. That was a horrible analogy. Anyway, as our writer's discipline, the thing that we do every single day, and there's not anything that I have ever given you that would be more, if you were to pick only one thing to do, this is going to be it. I don't care if you don't like haikus. If you don't like haikus, just think of it as I'm writing a sentence with 17 syllables. Just do a syllable count. 17 syllables. Every day, write a haiku poem. This one thing will benefit you more as a writer in so many different ways that's why it's called a discipline because you have to make yourself do this this is one of the things like you have to get up every morning you have to poop every day you have to go to work every day you have to whatever every day all right thing that you just put into your routine and you do it you make a habit of it you make I mean if you can't walk through your day and find time to jot down 17 syllables and it doesn't have to be a great poem I don't care no one's ever going to see them but you unless you want the act of stopping and giving that creative side of you that little poke, that nod, that, yeah, I know you're there. I'm not ignoring you. Give yourself 17 syllables of your day back to yourself. So go out and find them, get them written down every day. Yep, yep. 
All right. So to of inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini workshop, and hopefully I can sit down and get everything rewritten. It was uh, another brand new one I was putting together. So I really hope I remember it all. I worked so hard on that, you guys. I'm going to play an audio recording while we start and end every episode with a track from one of you, our poets. So if you would like to have your piece played on the air, you can message those to me on Facebook or you can email them to me at the T-H-E, the, the word that's in there, the speakeasy cafe at gmail.com. Make sure you put MP3 audio file, something like that in the subject line for me so it stands out a little bit and I don't just go right through it. Jimmy says, I sent you an MP3. When? Yesterday. I didn't even see it yet, so sorry. <laughs> I need a little, little more than that, a little more notice than that. Kind of. I'm so bad. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I didn't get it done yet. I'm looking forward to hearing it, though. Thank you. Thank you for sending it in. Appreciate it. See, just like that. Send your audio tracks. We'll get them uploaded to the show. We'll play them for the world. The track that I'm going to start the show with tonight is one that I haven't heard for a while, but I thought that it would be fun to hear. It's written by Carlos, written in pain, who was on hold the other night, and we weren't able to get him on because something weird happened and kind of bummed me out. So we're going to start this show with one of his pieces. This is called 1,000 Poets. Here you go. All week, what I wrote to write was for tonight. I'ma recite open mic poetry night. I reached the door, the cover charge, crowd neither small or large. Poet number one, his name King Sun. I could tell his piece was a religious one. He said hallelujah, amen, before he begun. Seemed like forever before he was done. I'm like, was he motivated by the Bible or reciting one? Yes, pride should exist in every human being, but poets are the proudest I've ever seen. Gay pride, women's pride, black pride, soldier pride, he never died. He got pride, his parents died, he never cried. Muslim pride, I did not take part in bombing suicide. We only up to 15. He doing a poem about the price of gasoline. Poet 20, his piece would have moved me, except he kept quoting movies. In that tone, poet you, poet you. Poet 50 was an ex-rapper, slowing up his bars, doing a poem about girls, jewelry, and luxury cars. The next poet's vocab was enormous, a breathing, walking, talking, Byzantium. The next two thought was poetry. He doing poetry. She's singing the chorus. Poet 100, writing about love again. Here it come again. Heartache, heartbreak, how much can a heart take? I'm like, won't you leave and grieve? Learn from your mistakes. Poet 264, over you to Honestly, I couldn't take no more. I didn't even want to hear what Poet 300 had to say. He had dreadlocks and a book bag. I was thinking he was talking about the problems of the world today and how there's no medication in Zimbabwe. He was telling us the future signs and said peace and blessings in all his lines. When Poet 500 hit the stage, 
Her peace was so long I could feel myself age. Every time I thought she was done, she flipped a page. People started talking, yawning, she wasn't phased. Poet 550 started spitting about how dope his quotes is. I figured he was on dope when he wrote this. Like a poem so abstract it's whack He said silhouetted soliloquies I'm like what the hell is that Poet 720 had blonde hair spitting a piece about he black Not only was the 733rd poet piece long But he was shouting at us like we did something wrong Poet 776 sang a song And she wanted us to sing along A gospel song She know the notes She just can't hold on Even the Lord knows she wrong By the time she finished her screaming People was leaving she pointing, talking about, see, that's some demons. Poet 800 was a lady who truly touched my heart. Telling a tale about a woman who lived from a shopping cart. When out of nowhere, she cut the tale short. Talking about, get a rest on my CD. Show a poet some support. I'm pissed. Handed her five bucks for the disc. The next 20 poets, all the same. He left me. She left me. I'm so empty. Religion. Politics. Similes, metaphors, verbal tricks I'm skinny, love me I'm chubby, hug me So what if I'm ugly, look inside Love me, I'm celibate I'm selling it, I do it for the hell of it Poet 910 Tight shirt, wanna be model Smelling like you wearing the whole bottle Women moaning before you said a word I wonder what they heard Cause they moaned, hissed and whistled through their teeth Through this manhole piece They didn't know what they was missing Me neither cause I didn't listen. Well, the 999th poet. By now, the crowd was void of any energy. I closed my eyes and I grabbed the mic and I shared this piece I'm about to recite. <clears throat> 1,000 poets, including me. Yet there's no eluding me. Just your relation to the pain is including me. See, it's the painful pen that's soothing me. It's my mistakes improving me. So I make it plain to see, so you won't live as painfully, or experience pain as explained to me. So when you fail, there's no blame for me, when I exchange the game for free. I gave what remains of me, if it inspires you, it takes a little bit of the pain off me. So I hope you see my pen as a blessing, to give you food for thought, please, come back for seconds. When I open my eyes, what do I see? Two drunks? The DJ, Poet 1000, and me, and me, and me, and me. That was Carlos, Written in Pain with 1000 Poets. All right, guys, so once again, the number to call in, 646-595-3965, if you'd like to read, that's 646-595-3965, if you'd like to read tonight. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in. So listen for your telephone area code. And when I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really important that people know who's reading and that your name is attached to your work. Remember, we have 17 years with the archives. You know, if you're sitting there somewhere in the middle of year 10 and you've got a poem on there and someone hears it and... Your name's not on there. How sad would that be? So, yeah. Kind of like always making sure the zipper on your fly is up. 
make sure your name's attached to your poem. All right? Then, when you're done reading, or actually looking at the phone lines real quick, you can read two poems. If it changes and the lines get too busy and I need to, you know, cut you back to just one, I'll let you know if that happens in your turn. I'm terribly sorry. Right now you're good to go at two. When you're done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. It's real important that people know how to come find you and get to know you and your work better. And then please remember we have a mature rating. So you are bound to hear just about anything on here tonight. I never know what someone's going to read when I unmute their mic. So, you know, buckle up, you know, put your seats in an upright position, put your tray table up, and store your luggage in the overhead, and please extinguish all flammable objects, (laughs) because things could get bumpy, but you never know. So one thing we do know, right, is that there's no adult porn poems. We have a mature rating, not an adult rating. You know where that line is, do not cross it. Other than that, you guys will be good to go. I'm going to give the first three callers that you have an idea of where you are. We have, oh, Shelly's on tonight. We have 805, and then we have 702, then 419 as our first three callers. And I will be updating that and, and keeping you posted on the lineup as we go along during the show. All right, so let's go ahead and bring on our ship captain, Mr. Rich. Hello. Oh, hey, Nala. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, is the background noise too much? Absolutely not. Okay, good deal. Um, well, good to finally be able to call in. Um, I haven't been able to in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I know. I right? saw you struggle. I was going to call you. I was going to call you back last week. You you came on and dropped so many times. It's like, I've got your phone number. Yeah, I, could, I, I could call you from the studio. <laughs> yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't keep a signal to save my life. I, I gave up on it. Well, but, you were uh, missed. Well, I, I, I missed you all, too. Uh, I, uh, hell, I probably need to pull up something to read, though. Uh, anyway, uh, I broke some new ground on, I think it was January the 6th when I was home. Uh, whatever that last Friday I was off was, uh, I read in front of a live audience for the first time. Did you really? How was it? Did you have fun? Well, did you record it? Uh, yes, yes, it's recorded. It's on my Instagram. Uh, both, uh, I read two pieces. Both of them are on there. And uh, I don't know. I almost backed out at the last minute because there's, uh, everybody was reading like really socially conscious stuff, you know, and. There's some slam poets in the lineup and all that, and I just uh, hear my monotone ass up there going to read my <laughs> stuff, and I just, I, I don't know. I, it, it was well-received, but I was, oh. Uh, you know, you, you really say that, and, and you, no, 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 no. See, the thing is, is that the people in the audience, they're, they're so diverse. They're going to love anything 
hearing something they've never heard before, maybe a style they've not heard before, whatever it is, you know. And when you read, you might read low, but you read with emotion. Uh-huh. You know, so well, it does. You don't have to get up there and put on theatrics for your for your work to be received brilliantly yes, as it ma'am. should be. And I am so proud of you. And I hope that you continue to do that. I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna try it again. And uh, I was encouraged to do it because I said it might, you know, might uh, met a couple of really talented poets and you know the influence of it and. Just kind of, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I did. It was fun. And uh, I, I do plan on doing it again. We'll see how well it goes. I would give anything but, the world uh, in the world to have been there. That I'm I'm excited for you. Well, I appreciate it. Well, uh, well the, first, uh, the first little hiccup I'm going to share here is... Uh, called Backwards Devils. My regards to the moon, little whiskey reverie at 3 a.m. The night and all its windswept madness is frosting my trampled edges where the stars are now played. Wood for the fire stings my chest as I return to my cold room. Sleep as a backwards devil, dancing in the mist of my breast, but will eventually overtake me. It's here under my blanket where the slightest of movements anchors my cat. I wait for the return. I wait for your return behind closed eyes, and soon I'll swoop in. God damn it. Hold on. Oh, no, we lost him. So we will watch for Rich to come back on, and when he does, we will bring him on immediately so he can finish that piece. All right, let's go ahead and grab Jimmy at 7.02. You are on the air. Well, that was abrupt, totally unprepared. Jimmy Ray Davis, word machinist here. I uh, hope Rich can get back on soon. Uh, I got some shoes to fill here. How you doing, Jimmy? I'm doing great, Nyla. How are you? I am doing really good. Very, very excited that you sent me a new track. Yeah, I probably should uploaded. I thought I was thinking that your email would possibly alert you. That's why I didn't tell you yesterday. But um, yeah, you know, figured get some new uh, new stuff in there. Um, you got me a little discombobulated here. I was completely not ready to come on, uh, but I'm ready. I'm, I'm good. Um, okay. So I, I, I want to, while we're waiting, uh, well, I, I'll do my set here, but um, Rich uh, was telling you about his live performance. I, I got to see both um, both performances on Instagram, <laughs> and I think he did an incredible job. I think he was uh, exactly uh, himself and expressing his poetry the best way possible in his voice. And 
I think it was well received because it was really good. And definitely, uh, if anybody gets a chance, Dead Society Poet on Instagram there, both those videos are up. And, and considering it was his first time doing that, that's a huge deal. I mean, I, I'm still not sure I could do it. You know, I can I can blab all day on the radio here, but that's a whole different animal uh, when you're live like that. Mm-hmm. And my hat's off to him. You know, Rich was such a great discovery for me um, as a poet and, and eventually as a friend. And he's come to be a regular here. And, and you just think, and it's it, it, literally because I saw a video of this boat captain reading a poem. And I thought, well, <laughs> that's just the coolest thing ever. I'll never get over it, you know. Well, he has been a gift to our community for sure, so thank you for bringing him to us. Absolutely. Um, so I did tell you that, um, surprise, surprise, I have a new Wildwood piece for you. Oh, <clears throat> I'm so excited. And, you can't um, see me, but I'm wiggling in my chair right now. <laughs> so Wildwood is the one – uh, of the three story, major storylines, multi-poem storylines, I should say, that I have pretty much fleshed out. We're starting the road trip phase. So every poem in this in this part of the of the story will be titled Road Trip and then the person's name who is on that particular trip. This is their journeys back to the Wildwood. And, of course, the next phase will be Arrival, and then we'll finally get to meet this clown, and we'll take it from there. So, um, very exciting stuff. So this new piece is called Road Trip Debbie. Debbie here, riding fate-bound on a greyhound, going back to the wildwood. I don't think I ought to should, but I'm tired of seeing that fucking clown. I suppose this is a reckoning of sorts. At least it feels that way, like some twisted master plan. I do hope I see Cigar Stan. I love him, you know. All of the madness I've been through, the drugs and prostitution I've left behind, he is the only one who comes to mind. Now, I ain't got a clue what's in store, but I'm getting a real bad vibe. Demons to conquer from a whole other time. As the bus takes the next bend, I see the outline of Temple Hollow. I know I'm close, as close as I'll ever be. I'm ready, dear Stan. I'm ready for destiny. In peace. My buddy Stan. Oh, she still loves him. Yeah, well, that was her. We kind of knew she did, but that was her first actually saying that she does. So that's kind of big for this for the series. Um, it is. But yeah, so we're building up. I'm gonna try to have a new uh, <clears throat> Wildwood. I'm gonna I'm shooting for a new one a week until we can get this finished out. But we'll see what happens. So uh, Nyla, you know, there's been a lot of poems and songs about the horrors of war. I don't think there's any shortage, especially if you go back um, to that era of music, you know, the Vietnam era, where there were a lot of artists that were singing protest songs. Um, you had, you know, guys like Billy Bragg and, and um, uh, Dylan. Dylan did quite a few as well. 
Bob Dylan. Um, but not too many, not too many songs or poems about another horror of war, which is that of PTSD. And, you know, most of us have at least some form of contact with somebody who's ex- experienced this, you know, from their time abroad or, or mm-hmm. you know, time in conflict, uh, or, or we know of someone who knows someone. I mean, there, there's, it's widespread enough where it kind of touches a, a lot of people. And a big part of that is, uh, you know, it's not just the mental pain and the anguish that they go through, but that their families experience as well. And when I was writing my last batch of new poems, I knew I wanted to write a piece for them. And I I didn't, you know, there's been some great, you know, poems. And there there has been a few. Uh, Sam Stone comes to mind and some others. Um, and they're, oh, my battery shifted down. Okay, I'm still good. Um, and the goal here wasn't to try to make a poem or or a story any better than any of those. It was just to give my take uh, on this very real issue and hope, like as with a lot of the works that I put out, that it can touch somebody and that maybe it can help. <laughs> you know, it's with with regarding things like this, um, such as this, awareness is a huge part of it. Because even sometimes when we're aware, we kind of turn a blind eye. Sometimes it's automatic. You know, things are painful, so painful we don't really want to know they exist. But sometimes we need to be grabbed by the shirt collar and say, "Hey, you know, this is real, and we need to we need to you know face this, and we need to um, help those involved if we can, um, or at the very least, speak out about it." So, with that in mind. This piece is called Red Jack. Red Jack was attacked. I'm sorry. Let me start over. I didn't have, I hadn't scrolled all the way down. Take two, Nyla, take two, Red Jack. (laughs) Red Jack came back to the hometown of his youth after soldier days of lies and truth still carries his canteen as a reminder of what he's seen, looking for a ride or a phone booth. But who the hell would he call from the brand new shopping mall so he walks along the old railroad track with a sleeping bag tied to his back? There's a watch on Jack's arm that can't tell time anymore a part-time job at an army surplus store. Every smile, every face, like he never left this place. Drums beat in his head forevermore. Red Jack was attacked down at Reggie's bar. Someone didn't like the metal on his chest. He didn't raise a hand, though he could have killed that man. So he sat bloody on an old park bench. And the clouds formed a maze of better childhood days, gave him comfort in his hour of need, while his wounds continued to bleed. There's a smile on Jack's lips he can't find anymore. 
part-time job at a convenience store. Everyone that he sees offers disdain and scrutiny. Oceans in his head pounding the shore. Red Jack sits back, hearing the kids' laughter, hammer cocked, ready for the send. He's killed matter-of-factly, just like stealing cotton candy, fitting now that this should be his end. Just then, his daughter Maddie calls out, Where are you, Daddy? He realizes simply he must stay. Cries a single tear and puts the gun away. There's a glow in Jack's eyes one can't help but adore. A full-time job down at the hardware store. Holds tight to Maddie's hand as they walk the ocean strand. He's left all his baggage at the door. In peace. Aw, that made me cry almost. That was wonderful, Jimmy. Oh, thank you, Nyla. I didn't kill him off, hey? He didn't suffer Blueberry's fate. I know. I'm. I am so proud of you. I wasn't going to say anything because you know I feel like I, you know, at this point I'm just like beating a dead horse, but you know, or, or dead blueberry bush, whatever. But you know, yeah. This this was this was nice. This was really nice. Tugged my well, heartstrings I, for sure. Um, as it as it should, uh, you know. I, I mean, it, these are very. Real, and I'll admit, you know, this is uh, someone else. It was a comment on one of the forum. I might have been on TikTok. I can't remember where. where someone said that um, they like the um, they like the ending. Um, I can't remember how they put it exactly, but if he would have actually offed himself, it would have been more realistic. And I said, well, there's too many stories that do end like that, and I just decided to make this one end. A different way, and I believe it could end this way. But the reality is, the pain and the and the and the you know the tribulations that these um, soldiers returning home uh, can face, uh, you know, that's ultimately what it's about. The end doesn't really matter. Uh, I've talked before; I won't, I won't go into it too much, but about characters, and I really do have a very strong connection to my characters, uh, and and sometimes. I just feel enough for them. Davy Boy and, and Lindsay, Lindsay Girl were a perfect example. Um, mm-hmm. There's no way they weren't going to make it. And, and I didn't know that until I started writing more and more of it and really getting a handle on them as characters and, and, and them feeling real to me. And Red Jack was the same. You know, Red Jack, when I started this out, like several of my pieces, I didn't know exactly where I would take it. I knew what I wanted to say. Um, and How old is I Maddie? Did, Maddie's fairly young. Maddie's Maddie's about seven or eight years old. So, can I give you some homework? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> can Can you write? Have Maddie write a poem about her daddy? I can. Yeah, I mean, I. I Definitely can. Just plant, I'm plant, planting that seed. Let it let it germinate. See if it grows. But that would be pretty cool, especially if she's really young. All right. 
Well, she she was she's seven or eight here, so he was away for a while, so she would have been even younger. All right, sounds good. Now I do appreciate it. Um, let's hopefully we'll get Rich back on here. I want to hear what uh, what else he has to recite for us. And um, got, I got a message from him. He's on the boat, and then when the boat started moving, he lost his signal. So he's going to call back in if he can. Okay, very good. I will stay tuned. Yeah. Nyla, thank you so much. I am Jimmy Ray Davis, the Word Machinist. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram under the name Word Machinist. On Facebook, my poetry page is Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry. Thank you so much, Nyla. As always, I appreciate you. Thank you, Jimmy. All right, before we grab our next caller, I want to let, um, and I hope I say this right, Nikosi, I see you on the board. But you are not in the lineup, so if you're here hanging out and just listening tonight, I'm really happy to see you back. If you do want to read, please press 1 on your phone, and that will let me know that you want to read tonight, and I can bring you on and read. So there we go. I got you. I got you. All right. So next we have... Okay, next we have Shelly. Jump back up here on the switchboard at 419. Miss Gambito. Hello there, Nyla. How are you? I am, and I am just tickled, tickled, tickled to hear from you. It is so good to have you here. A lot of stuff happened, I'm not going to lie. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't written in a while, so don't call in, and I wanted to write – a poem because I was asked to be published again, so I wrote a poem, and I'm like, oh, I should just call in the show, and I've been thinking about it for, like, a long time. I just never really wrote anything new to feel like I wanted to share, I guess. Well, I'm glad you're here. You know, you don't have to be here all the time. Just know that when you're not, you're missed, and, you know, my kids can go out there and live their lives, but I know y'all come back home sooner or later. (laughs) Right? Aw. We know where the heart is, right? (laughs) Right. Aww. For sure. <laughs> well, I got one tonight. Um, I'm going to dedicate it to my late brother and late niece that just passed away. So it's entitled, Do You Want to Get High? Do you want to get high, higher than the clouds of white, bluer than the sky, as the colored birds fly by amid the diamonds sparkling in the air? Life goes on mystified. We all live until we die. Do you want to get high? Higher than the kite you've flown, the, pla- the path you've chosen all your own. Leaves you treading in the danger zone, walking in groups but always alone. The ringing of the telephone, corded handset hanging down. Do you want to get high? Higher than the earth we know, looking down on the skies of clouds, the ocean floors of white. Life it comes as life it goes, the pain within you dies. Ash to ash, cremation remains, the walk of life complete. Where sadness makes you feeling low, finality is your destiny. Do you want to get high? Do you want to get high? Do you want to get higher than you already are? Here in heaven, absolution brings resolve. Your life before matters now. Memories made as life is still. Silence in your tear duct fill. Swallowing life's bitter pill. Do you want to get high? Do you want to get high? We were the ones forced to say goodbye. And peace. Wow, baby. I just want to give you a hug right now. 
It was a great write, and I can I can feel the emotion in what you said. Just huge hugs to you, okay? Thank you. I appreciate you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome, hon. Are you going to read two tonight, baby? I don't have another one at the hands or at the ready, so, and I haven't written in a while. It's been emotional, so. You know, and about to get sometimes, more <laughs> sometimes you just need to, you need somewhere to go. You know, it's kind of like the, the show Cheers, you know, go where somebody knows your name. You know, your real right, name, right. your real you. You know, so it doesn't I don't matter show that if you have written. <laughs> well, you do here. You know, we get to oh. see you naked through your words all the time, so there's no secrets, love. <laughs> we we see you. Oh. Um but you have so much that you've written over the years, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's something that you've read here before. It doesn't matter if it's something you writ- have written 10 years from now. Just because you haven't written something lately, don't let that keep you from being here. You know, you have a whole plethora of stuff that we are just dying to hear. So, you know, come read whatever you have whenever you can because this is your home. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. All right, love, tell everyone how to come give you love. Well, um, I am on Facebook for Shelly Gambino, but I also do it under Poetical Intrigue. But I haven't, like I said, I haven't written in a while. So the poems that are on there are still on there. I just haven't done them lately. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. And I'm giving you some homework. I want you to go through the prompts I if you send me a message real fast on Facebook I'll copy and paste them to you all the prompts we did tonight I want you to just okay. kind of play with them a little bit you know see if there's something okay. in there because especially in times when you're going through a lot you need to give mm-hmm. your brain a moment to breathe and slow down yes. and I think that that would be very good for you with everything you're going through right now yeah I liked one of them where you said something about I don't know if it was like, I won't remember you, how, or something like that. I can't. It was like the second one you said tonight, and I thought it was really awesome. I won't I remember, remember you. Yep. What did you say? I won't remember you? I won't remember you. Yeah. So so that really popped in my head. Like, I have thousands of things to write down when you said that. So <laughs> I will definitely, I'll definitely send you a link, and if you can send that to me or send you a message. Okay. Yeah, I'll just copy and paste them all to you. Awesome. That would be great. I appreciate it. My pleasure, sweetheart. You have a good week, okay? Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye, hon. Bye. Have a good night. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and jump back down here and grab Rich and see if we can get him back on with a better signal. Are you with us, hon? Yes, ma'am. I'm with you. It wasn't signal. My phone crashed. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, the app. The app closed and then the whole damn phone went black. That's it weird. It took me a while to get it to run back up. I, uh, the ghost of Steve Jobs wants me to buy a new phone. I think that's all it is. <laughs> Funny. Anyway, oh, the mic. I reckon we can give this one a whirl again. I'm fixed up. I got a boat that's about to call me here in a minute, I think. But let's give this another whirl. This is called Backwards Devil. 
My regards to the moon and a little whiskey reverie at 3 a.m. The night and all its windswept madness is frosting my trampled edges where the stars are not playing. Wood for the fire stings my chest as I return to my cold room, for sleep is a backwards devil dancing in the midst of my breath, but eventually he'll overtake me. It's here under my blanket for the slightest movement anger my cat. I await your return behind closed eyes, and soon you'll swoop in, grateful as a raven's glide, to knock the wind out of another dream. And when the stars that light my when the star that lights my day pours through the window, the soul on a string will sway in the turret as memories that burn my tongue at dawn. In peace. Memories that burn my tongue at dawn. Yes. That was brilliant. I love oh, that piece. I'm so glad you got back um, on. Yeah. Um, um, Steering a toe around a turn right now, so I had to kind of read that with one eye out the window. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's reading just, poetry while he's like navigating this giant, huge barge down the river. You guys, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, well, the. Uh, so, my latest book is out. Uh, uh, book number six, the, uh, the the silent sound of stubborn colors, dreaming with my back against the wall. And this is this is a piece from it. Oh, sorry, turn this down there. This is a piece from it called Glimmer, Glimmer on the Chains. Awake and wonder, is there room for me? Has it all been said? With more than enough disdain to pass around, I lose myself in it. I'll break with the sun to coalesce this chaos, spasms of being filling pages, pushed to the margins only to be cut down later. It's just too much and no one has the time. Night will fall for stars to raise their questions, and gray light will glimmer on the chains where the moon and I burn through another night, scrolling through daydreams. In peace. Wow. That was amazing, hon. So how does, how does someone get a hold of your book? Uh, anywhere books are sold, at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, anywhere anywhere online you order books they're all on there uh, any of my social all my social media is Dead Society Poet because that's how creative I am uh, Dead Society <laughs> Poet there's a link tree on there's a link tree on there uh, I need to update my website I still it just dawned on me I haven't updated the website but nobody uses a website anymore they go to your social media but uh, yeah, starting to starting to think it's a waste of money, but or I'm, it is a waste of money. But uh, but uh, I do have an the the link tree is on there, like I said, with my artist uh, with my author page for Amazon and Barnes and Noble, uh, and uh, 
I am most active on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. Do not do Twitter anymore. And uh, I've been getting invites for Blue Sky and these other. I'm I'm tapped out on social media. I don't need any more. I need another social media account like a hole in the head. So I'm I'm done. But uh, anywho. Oh, I'm sorry about the uh, interruption, and I appreciate you letting me back on. I hate I missed Jimmy's, and uh, I'm gonna be listening to uh, uh, be listening to the show for the rest of the time. Wonderful. All right, sweetheart. Great job tonight. Thank you for being here. Thank you for getting called back in, and you did amazing. Well. Thanks, ma'am. I appreciate it. And uh, y'all have a good one. We'll see y'all next time. All right, sweetheart. Thank you. Okay. Our next caller was 5954, but I don't see them. Let me see if it's the right one. There they are. Okay. 954, you are on the air. Yes. Nine five four, are you with me? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Welcome to the show. Um I You're cutting out, I can't hear you now. At all. I am Mr. Whispers. It's been a while since I've been here. Oh my and gosh. uh Yes, it has. It's been a long time. Yes. Yeah. And um, just wanted to come back through. Excited to hear from you. It's Are you on speakerphone yes. right now? Yes. Can you take us off speakerphone? Okay, hold on. Is that better? A million times better, thank you. Okay. Um, this uh, piece, uh, it's called Sometimes. It's about a toxic relationship. You know it's toxic, but you stay anyway. And I'm quite sure a lot of us can relate to that. And uh, it goes like this. How do I mean this broken heart? And how do I keep the rain from falling down? Tell me what this is, what makes the world go Round or tell me See, sometimes, sometimes I feel like maybe, just maybe her design is different. Like maybe something is missing. And it's been a long time since affection and kissing. And I was just reminiscing about the past. And even if there is a future, but I, I keep losing my soul for you. Trying to hold on to the materialized emotions that have been gone before I realized what happened, and now I'm trapped in this bitterness. 
and I keep asking God for forgiveness because I really don't want to hate you and this love. This love that made me feel like a caged elf that stayed in one place chasing its tail. See, I'm only human after all, so don't put your blame on me, and I won't put mine on you. But we just keep climbing through the windows of our souls, trying to hold on to that dust. Yeah, you know that same dust that we left each other in. Now we're smothered in confusions, illusions of repairs with no tools, but baby, we're starting to look like two fools. Or maybe just as with no jokes. I had a dream about you, and my dream spoke highly of you. We were in a park, and we were sharing an ice cream cone, and then my phone rang. Damn, it woke me up, and I was late for reality, hoping that the truth wasn't mad at me. But the pillow next to me was empty. I pray to God you don't prevent me from being forward. But maybe we keep falling backwards. But sometimes we balance in the middle, and I'm riddled because making love to you is cosmic, and our relationship is always gothic and shifty. And I always got to become the Batman in your Gotham City. And we laughed at the penguins in our love because it was small to begin with, but I never really understood your toothache. But sometimes I need that because it feels strange when you're the same. And we came a long way, only to end up in two different places at the same time. You said your heart shattered? Well, I frame mine when it snaps in two. And I keep it on the shelf in my house right next to the Gorilla Glue because sometimes I'm still feeling you. And we share mixed emotions with no boat to float in. You cry me a river, then my lips quiver because I'm holding back the Hoover Dam and my tear ducks and I'm stuck. I'm stuck on your shore. I'm searching for my shore, possibly our shore to be sure of. But this is what it sounds like when doves cry. And no one ever told me about the sorrow Whisper, Calvary. Thank you. Wow. I am so fangirling on you right now. I can't even tell you. Oh, uh, thank you. Um, What's the first time I've heard you sing? Oh, yeah. I, I sing a little bit every now and then. Um Man, uh, I'm listening to your piece. voice, and it and it's so it's so full and rich and deep. And then you get into those those high notes. It's like, how do you do uh, that? That was beautiful. Um, I am also a voiceover artist as well, so I've learned how to play with that. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful. This um, this second piece um, is another one of my favorites. Um, and it's called The Native Son. I, I sing with this one as well. Um, it's about a young Afro-American kid growing up without a father. And it's called Native Son. And uh, here we go. You, you, you might say, you, you, you might say, you might say that I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Imagine all the people living as one. Imagine. Imagine that there was no future. Or you were living your life to grow up so that someone could, bang, shoot you. Or you were looking for something to soothe your pain that remains embedded in your esophagus. 
So you swing through these streets like Batman and Metropolis, and stopping this pain is your only concern. And the more trees you burn, the more lessons are learned. But you feel foolish waiting for your turn to emerge from self-captivity and in inner city committees they call that gangster. There's no room for self-pity. Ain't life shitty. At least that's how it seems to someone with no dreams, gaining prestige, extorting fiends. I mean, this is what I talk about because I hear it and I see it daily. But not all fish are scaly. It's like that old expression, you know, swim with the big fish because that's the rich. And if you're a broke man, you can possibly watch the fish swim from the land. But hope, and only hope, could put fishing rod in your hand. You can possibly catch what you can. And the average black man dies at 60 with a lot of bills. No money for caskets, so they bury him in potter's fields. And the sight of a young boy seeing a father killed promotes him to kill. No matter how much he kills, his void will never be filled. His time just expires earlier than that. Now his mom is left sad, and his sister's becoming bad. And I'd be glad when someone gets mad enough to put an end to this trend. No one after Diana Ross when she asked where does the road been, or Marvin Gaye would have been here today. You see a young boy growing up with no father and two sisters young and being the youngest, he lunges in the manhood head first. All young boys play with fire engines. But how often do you see a red hearse? Never. Society is not designed like that. Not even if time turned back. Well, it looks like it's a job for the native son. I pray to God he's a creative one, because life doesn't come with instructions. But you can definitely count on malfunctions. See, I began to see that the native son is me the more that I write this. I see through conjunctions so much my eyes discharge conjunctivitis. Swollen, by the way, that my burdens, I must remain determined to be the man I need to be, like submarines emerge discreetly, rising above poverty. But if it wasn't so hard, it wouldn't bother me. No one said life is easy. Life is cheesy with no crackers. But somehow we'll get this job done. And we pass our torch to the next native son. You, you might say, you, you, you might say, I'm a dreamer. But I'm not the only one. Whisper loudly. Thank you. Wow. That was incredible. Do you Thank record you so any much. of your poetry? Yes, ma'am, I do. Um, uh, you can purchase my album on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. It's called uh, Genesis 116. There's a 16-track there, um, so I think about 5.99, or you can sift through and purchase individual tracks for 99 cents. And uh, it's by Timothy Whispers, produced by Pretty Beats on Apple Music. Thank you. Awesome. So if I were to acquire one of these, would I have your permission to play it on the air? Uh, sure, definitely. Um, I would that, love that. Shoot me a message and let me know if there's anyone's in particular, because yeah, I can I can upload to my show and play them. That would be awesome. I would love to have them. I would like for you to get the album and you listen, and whatever you choose would be fine with me. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Mr. Whispers, thank you so much. I'm really glad you found time to be here tonight. Thank you. Know that we miss you um, when you're not here. But I'm real glad you yes, had time. Thank you. I just wanted to say really quick uh, that you could follow me on Facebook under Timothy Whispers and on IG, Timothy Whispers Flame. Awesome. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Perfect. Thank you so much. You are very welcome, sweetheart. And I'm going to throw your link into the chat room for everybody. Okay. So they can. And then if you want to, you're more than welcome to come over onto my Facebook page. Think of it like the bulletin board in the coffee shop. And if you want to throw the link to your album and stuff up on my my Facebook page so it's easy for people to find, you're more than welcome to do that. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and You have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and give you our next three callers. We have, uh, we have four, let's see, we have 346 followed by 419 and then 219. Those are our next three callers. So 346, you are on the air. You did it again. Good evening, Nyla. What I do, what I do. You say three, four, six, two seconds before you open my mic. You didn't say oh. it ahead of time. You always do that to me. Oh, Timothy, I gave you the line. Phenomenal. I gave the lineup. <laughs> Hello, I don't know if they heard the me. Show. I, I was shouting out Timothy. Uh, that was phenomenal, and. Um, yeah, he had me searching my memory banks like, who is that? I know that voice. And finally, yeah, we uh he's amazing. He always has been and um of course, the wonderful, amazing uh um Jimmy Gray Davis. So you've you've had some phenomenal people on thus far. So um, I wanted to do this. It's it's got it's kind of old, but um, having just gotten past uh, Martin Luther King's birthday, I uh, I really you know it's it, it's become a signature piece under the consciousness uh, label. So here it is. It's called Stolen Souls. Stolen Souls. From the origin of man, the world's birthplace, born a great people, kings and queens. From the sands did they build great nations. Great pyramids were built by them. Awesome and wondrous, their accomplishments to this day. Trusting and loving was the people in their ways. Beautiful people with bronze, a great foe came against them, capturing their bodies but attempting to steal their hearts and souls. Slavery of 200 years proceeded to be their fate. Treated as subhumans lower than animals. No care was bestowed upon this great people. Even their humanity was taken from them when they were divided. Yet their strength of soul, a essence of purity, kept them strong through the many traumas these people would face. When finally released from captivity, they were still not free. 
restrictions and hatred would follow them still. The masters trying to hold on to the power of them. These God's people of love survived great devastation. Homes raided, raped, murdered, hanging from trees as the white smile with glee. Horrors seen and lived through, yet their souls soar with achievements. Great inventions were their way, enhancing all mankind. Living in adverse conditions, their strength continues to endure. Their advancements soared to the heavens. A great man came along that had a dream, a dream that all people would live together in love, a love without color, a love of purity. Many hated the light they saw in him. Through his murder, a nation changed their ways. Employment, voting laws changed. Great men came up because of his dream, culminating in holding the highest position in the land a great leader of all the people of the land. The greatness of these people are still being written. A great debt owed to them. May their souls be healed. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. And peace. Um, powerful words there, Miss Emmy. And so, you know, that was written a long time ago, but as you can see, it's it's been a favorite and, and a signature piece. Um, as I said, under the um the heading of consciousness. Um so I guess I'll do a uh romance piece, but I'm trying to find uh, that's why I'm like stalling right now. Okay, this one is called Dark Chocolate Love. Dark Chocolate Love. He is dark chocolate lusciousness from his head to his toes. Lips delicious and sweet. Eyes penetrating and intense. Pure dark maleness. Strength and power dripping from his aura. A king indeed, grace and warmth also his way. Respectful and kind, his manner humble and gentle, yet a cruel and vicious person. It's a side that is difficult to contain, yet he has mastered it. His soft and gentle, yet can have an edge like a sword. A dual personality, he has issues and difficulties, but has a sweet heart and a romantic spirit. A walking Apollo sculpted in a dark bronze body. A smile sweet and inviting. A power broker of the street. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and peace. <laughs> you set such a high bar for men to stand to. Yeah, I but love that. He, 
he he is imperfect. Did you not hear that part too? Mm-hmm. Oh yes. And yes, oh, yes. That's, that's about I nobody's perfect. That, that is nobody. <laughs> yeah, you you caught on that, but that's a brand new piece. Um, so yeah, um, there you have it. Um, I think that most men are, you know, very good, decent individuals. I think there's only, you know, a few that, you know, dwell in the gutter. Um, but, yeah, I think um, anybody who's going to connect to me, I'm extremely valuable. I'm a diamond. I know what I bring to the table. So he better step with his best game to me and be right with it, you know, real and right with it. So there you have it. That's why I love I love that a- that sense of self value. Beautiful hen. Thank you. So you know You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, you can find me on Facebook under Emilia T. Davis, E M I L I A T D A V I S. I have a like page, Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. You can find me on um, Cloud, Reverb Nation, um, Instagram, uh, and um, TikTok. And you can actually Google me. So there you have it. And most of all, I am here every Thursday night with Nyla and um, I thank you Nyla for all that you do for us poets because you really go above and beyond God bless you thank you so much sweetheart and we will talk to you next week thank you yes (laughs) ma'am good night hun good night all right our next callers 419-21 Nine and two one six. There we go. Let's go ahead and grab Mr. Rubble Jones. Hey, Nala. Let me do the rocking music. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. You're so silly. <laughs> I am. I know what I bring to the table. <laughs> I bring a handful. So, That's what I bring. <laughs> I want to tell you, first off, before I do any of my spiel, is that um, one that you played before the show, The Thousand Poets, mm-hmm. that was phenomenal. That was one of the most incredible things I've ever heard. <clears throat> Second, Timothy Whispers, you're the man. And Jimmy, your, your piece about um, the dude resonated with me, sir. That That's somewhat my story. So thank you for doing that the way you did. I'm feeling the love. Um, I feel like a group hug right now. <laughs> All right, guys, Let's do this. Bring it in, everybody. <laughs> when he did that piece, it just sent chills down my spine because my my son, around seven years old, he's the reason I'm still breathing today. He he really is. It's, and being a combat veteran, that that whole piece just resonated with me. So, thank you, Jimmy. <clears throat> um, 
I brought a piece that I wrote with all last week's um, props. It's called The Dance of Death. <clears throat> this is not a happy poem. So. In this very moment, feel the natural rhythm in the darkest hour of the night. This night that I sit in before the show, smoking in the snow as it reaches close to the tops of my boots. The gaze of ways I witness the dance of days become forever in a moonless night. I see shadows walk on legs unattached to flesh. A nightmare has arrived in this bitter chill. Winter sirens with their songs harmonize my name on on the midnight wind. As teeth chatter, a shadow fall, the icicles breaking into a million pieces as deep bees grips the world in its icy grave. Brush aside the remains of hope and light. First snow falls, as does our demise come. Calling, and yes, we must answer. Under covers, we hide from the haunting truth. It's not what one regrets, but what one does not refute. No, maybe yes, indecisions gnaws within. Somewhere in this, I think we're drowning in all our sin. Perhaps there's a metaphor somewhere trapped within. Ugly faces, twisted souls, haunt corridors of my mind. Message me that cries for help, but answers are hard to find. The calling crow that mocks my unease. My soul shivers in such a cold, and if you could lick my heart, Toxic poison would coat your tongue, a deadly touch that leaves the souls unfed for all I touch ends up dead. In the kitchen apocalypse where shattered plates lie still, fragments of glasses resonate with my broken mind. There's there's that metaphor, I think. Drifting in the gray abyss where hope has lost its will. Reading lips but hearing lies, the truth is is just a ghost. Darkness reigns and hold Jesus. Cursed remains engrossed in this banter that I recite. For this here is the last breath of my life here in this very peace. For peace I shall not find as only dark it. Darkness blankets me and my last stare was trapped in the eyes of a blacker than midnight cat. Peace. I've been reading a lot of Poe lately and trying to encompass some of that, that tone he writes with. I think that you did amazing on that. Thank you. That, that was incredible to listen to. Um, the next one I'm going to read is called Confession. And this is like going the opposite direction than what I just read. Okay. This is the brighter side of Rebel, I think. Confession. As the mountains begin to form new shapes and bond with the coming clouds as they just seem to melt into one another. I heard beautiful music not played by mere men, and I felt the sudden need to make a confession. For all the inner demons I was protecting while trying to forget them, what in the hell was happening to me? I remember the time in my life when I could hurt someone and not bat an eye. But life experience, death, and maturity set their marks in me. And now, 
emotions don't just fill me with confusion and rage anymore, but thou happiness makes me smile. And anger and guilt leave me in reflective thought and status. The emotion I once called weakness allowed me to cry and still hold my status as a man that is still strong. Because I made it through life's trials and tribulations thus far and have survived. Now, this is not me bragging or attempting to seem special, as I recognize there are those who have struggled tenfold. This is just me reflecting, not just within, but out loud to dispel peace. Wow. Both of those were absolute powerhouse pieces. Thank you. You are very I welcome. I appreciate that. Um, they're definitely, I've been on a different, uh, a different flow lately in the last couple mm-hmm. weeks. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the winter chill that hit us late. You know, um, I don't know. But I kind of like it, and it kind of worries me a little bit, too. <laughs> Why is that? I mean, you know, it's kind of depressing. But, but, you know, there's a lot of courage yeah, you know, yeah, you, you could hide you know, under the covers. You know, it's crazy because in my therapies, they talk about basically shadow work. They don't call it that, but that's basically what they're they're doing with us. They're like having us face our traumas and all the darkness that came with it and everything. You know, basically the same thing. So it's been coming out a lot in my um, darker pieces, I think. Well, I think that they were amazing. So thank you. Wow, appreciate it. Kudos, kudos to you, my darling. <laughs> um, you can find me in your nightmares. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Facebook, Rebel Jones. You can find me on TikTok, Poetry by Rebel Jones. Um, you can find me on YouTube, um, Poetry by Rebel P. Jones, The Madman Production. Um, I'm on SoundCloud with Clarence Ferguson Jr., a.k.a. C-34 Music, a.k.a. Dexter and his lab of fucking Tory. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here at Nyla's on Thursday night. Yes, sir. That's the best place. I love you, Nyla. I love the platform. And I'm going to move on now. Thank you for waking up today. Thank you for spending time with me today and making it amazing. I appreciate you so much, hon. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All righty. So I'm having some issues with the board right now. If you guys have been on hold and your call has gotten dropped, if you're trying to call in, if you're getting that fast, busy signal, just keep trying to get back in. It'll let you in eventually. I want to let area code uh, 513 know that you are not in the lineup. If you want to come on and read tonight, please press 1. If you're here just hanging out with us and listening, I'm really happy to see you here. Welcome. And if you change your mind at any time and you'd like to come on, just press 1. That's 513. And then 718, Nikosi, you were in the lineup. You're supposed to be after Mama, but you are not in the lineup anymore. So I don't know if something happened and you had to jump out. But if you still want, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Quit playing with the buttons. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead. Our next callers are going to be area code 219, 216, and then 71. All right. Let's go ahead and grab 219. Brother O, are you with us? 
Yes, I'm waiting. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? I'm doing well this evening. Thank you for asking. Well, I am glad you're here. What are you going to share with us? Song is called "Living with a Chip on My Shoulders." Although I'm one of the most well-known, respected, and influential poets in the Chicago poetry community, six-time national award-winning poet, radio show host, Porter has shared stage with household names and legends in the national poetry community. Porter puts in tireless work, effort, and dedication to his craft. Porter has the capabilities of, to achieve GOAT status. And the Porter was a model consistency over the last 14 years. Yours truly still lives with a chip on my shoulders. Along the living example of resilience, living example of real-life miracle, living example of determination, living example of perseverance, a living example of real black manhood, a living example of faithfulness, and a living example of having a lot of patience. There truly still is a chip on my shoulders. Though I'm a survivor of many medical conditions, heart transplant recipient, overcoming a speech impairment, over survival bullying, real life overcomer who graduated from both high school and college despite a place in special education classes, yours truly still is a chip on my shoulders. Brother, why do you live with a chip on your shoulders after all that you accomplished and achieved in your incredible life? My dear brothers and sisters, you are not expected to live past your first birthday when you were not expected to graduate from high school or college. You were not expected to harm during the false diagnosis of autism, you were voted to be likely to succeed in everything and expected to fail in everything that you attempted. You were bullied, ridiculed, and made fun of regularly when you struggled with low self-esteem and feelings of not being good enough. You were expected to end up either a statistic, being locked up, a dead either dead or locked up in prison, but you were expected to end up addicted to alcohol, you were told that you were crazy for even trying to do poetry, and you were told that your style of poetry just didn't match the criteria of being a quote-unquote spoken word artist when you were told that you didn't have lyrical abilities when you were passed over and overlooked because of disability, especially when you support everybody. And you were told that you would not even quit within your first year. And you were told that you were absolutely had no chance to be featured on showcases when you were told that you would not win the wars, when you were told that you would not travel and do great things. You were criticized for not having the lyrical abilities. That's why I still live with a chip on my shoulders even to this very day. 
the poem. Wow. Powerful as always. All of it is astounding. Are you there? I'm here now that I heard everything you said. Okay, okay. Are you going to read two tonight for us, sweetheart, or just the one? No, only the one poem. You sound great. I'm glad you were able to be here tonight, and you need to tell everybody how they can show you some love. Uh, you can find me on Facebook on Omar Brother Organic and on Instagram under Brother O underscore Live Miracle 1975. I, uh, this is my seven month back and uh just just uh just uh, working working hard to get back to where I was before and uh just uh before the before the feats going out is going to more station doing my poetry and uh just looking for opportunities to be featured on the featured featured either open mics or events around the around the, Around the nation, really, because it's my 14th year, and I feel like it's my time to really, really flourish and prosper now. I believe I can do that. You paid your dues, for sure. Yes, I paid paid the dues, and now now it's time to reap the benefits of those dues that I paid. So it's my time and my (laughs) season now. I just... All I need is a little, a little, little bit of help. All I need is a little, little bit more help because I cannot do this by myself now. But yeah. Oh, you, you I'm never walk alone. It, you know that. It. Yeah. Right. Uh, just looking forward to our star touring around the country, you know, because after all I've been through. It's time now. Mm-hmm. It is. For those of you that don't know, Brother O, for a year, was calling under, and probably for a good six months before I ever even knew, but was calling in from his hospital bed in the hospital where he was awaiting his heart transplant. Yeah, you've been through a lot, and I'm real proud of you, son. Thank you. You are very welcome. All right, tell everyone how they can find you. Uh, Facebook, Omar, Omar Brother O'Gavin, and on Instagram under Brother O underscore Live Miracle 1975. That's where you guys can find me. Perfect. All right, sweetheart, so glad you were here tonight, and I cannot wait to see what you bring back next week. Take care of yourself, okay? Thank you. All right. I will. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So the boards are being crazy. Mama was able to get back on. 216, you are on the air. Mucho gracias. Hello, my beautiful mama. Hello, my wonderful, very artistic, beautiful daughter. You know that when I posted the picture of you and your gangster earrings the other day on my page and said, my beautiful mama, People were talking, sent me some emails talking about how cool my mom looked. Like literally, you, li, like 
so sweet. That's so sweet. And, and, and it's so funny because when I'm, one of my girlfriends said, you know, you've got her nose. I'm, I'm like a little white girl as white girl can be, right? right but I have right. this little pug. I have this little pug nose that looked like I spent my, you know, my whole summer grounded with my nose pressed against a screen window. You know, mm-hmm. I, I got my cute, my cute little button nose, and so I know now where that came from. I got that from you. <laughs> so thank well, you for that. All right. Well, thank you for sizing it down a little bit because I don't think you really look right with this extension on mine, but the shape is cool. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I, so here I love go. I love it. I am I just it made my heart happy when that happened. It made my heart so happy. <laughs> okay, let me do my piece, Nyla. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. I gotta get serious to do this piece. <clears throat> it's called the big fish. And what I'm reading is poems that were commented on on Poetry Soup. Poetry Soup, one word, is a place where I have published my poetry for at least over 20-something years. So I can always find them there. If I never get published in a book, you can always find me on Poetry Soup. And it's a nice place because they automatically will give you copyright. So you put it on there. You're safe. Okay. So this piece is called The Big Fish. And the reason I chose this one is because I went to my inbox and these were, this was one of the poems that was mostly commented on. So I've never shared it before. So I'm going to share it today on my daughter's program. The desires of the heart confused him. He never sought them out before his big pay raise. Men like him lay openly with them. Their desires prey. Something tells him, triggers him to go there. Nothing he really wanted or thought of doing before his big payday. Something abnormal prompted him to this exchange. Not knowing how or why he was led to this degree, carrying out these confused, desirous fantasies were life-threatening, to say the least. Dangerous in more ways than one, he's not even of his own mind. This act is forbidden for a reason, yet he took the bait. He comes around way too slowly. Angry rat, he's been trapped. Realizing that he had awakened up, he had taken the bait. He's been duped and played. He was the big fish. She was a female pit. She will forever get paid. Oh, for shame, such a sucker and a lame. He can't stand the rain, clicks and clocks, checks out, <clears throat> end of game. Boom. Wow. 
the rhyme, the wordplay thing in that was phenomenal. Thank you, Doris. We really need to, to figure out a way, Mama, to help you start recording. Maybe if I can get out there, if I can come out there this spring, maybe that's something I'll do is help you record some of your pieces. Sit down, and we'll, I'll bring my laptop and and uh, maybe I can help you get some pieces, more pieces recorded. That would be a beautiful time. Thank you. Okay, well, I'm going to do one more piece, and then I'm going to let the other people get over here and talk to Nyla, who they talk to on Thursdays. We all talk to on Thursdays. And a lot of times I don't get to talk. I just do poetry. I'm not a long talker. But um, even if I'm not a long talker, it doesn't mean that Sometimes I want to say something longer than I usually do, and that's today because I'm weak. <laughs> you can do what you want. No, I can't. Okay, they like this one. So I'm going to read this one. See. I thought it was kind of cute. Um, I think I wrote that last year. So I'll be slamming. Okay. So, yeah, if you go to Poetry Soup, You'll also have your own personal mailboxes and and everything. So this is one thing like I want. I be slamming. I'm tired. So I retired. I retired so I won't be retired, you know, tired all over again. I don't give up. I don't respond I just don't respond, because queens never compete with pawns. So take those slivers you call lips that looks like uncooked liver. As you talk, your lips quiver. Always an echo chamber. Yeah, I said that, but you repeat it like what I said was said to a dummy with a wooden head. Uh, (laughs) I'm already an all-star. I slam dunk from afar. I slam dunk on these punks. I never serve the ball drunk. (laughs) When I come up on the court, the game will abort. Because I slam these critters pitifully bitter. They parrot and compete. They aim without reach instead of learning what I teach. They just sweat my technique. (laughs) But my style can't be breached. Stop trying to undermine. What's mine is mine. You think I am a have-been? Well, that may be true. I may need to retire because I am tired and retired. But I've never been a wannabe or never was that never was, and I'll I'll give my seat to someone with love. They must be worthy and not someone dirty with itty-bitty brains and lips that look worn. Yes, this is a scorn. Yeah, come correct. Stop trying to diss me with my own lines. There are better ways to get attention and get put on someone's mind because attention whores get little attention yet create dissension. So come correct and don't talk to me out the side of your neck. Anyway, I'll still give you enough respect. But stop competing with someone who has already paid the road, carried the load, and will explode if you don't stop trying to lip sync my name because you got on my uniform, but you're not 
in my game. That's gangster granny. <laughs> Go, my mama. I love that. I love the line in there. I, it, sh- it should be on a coffee cup. We should have like ma- a, a set of coffee cups with mama-isms on it. But the line in there, queens never compete with pawns. <laughs> or a queen never yeah, competes with a pawn. Yeah. Whatever it was, that was a great line. No, that's cool. Yeah, that's cute. That would be something yeah, you could do. You could do that with your creative, artistic self. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's one of the favorites over on Poetry Soup. And some of the um the older poets responded to it. I thought you would like it, so I dug it up. And we gonna keep it moving because nobody's gonna be mean mugging mama talking about I'm taking up all like night night. Talk to you later. I love you, Mama. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, baby. All right. Now. Seven one eight, you are on the air. Hello, beautiful people. Good evening, Nyla. And before I do anything, I want to say that there's been some high caliber artistry shared this evening, and I am truly inspired. Isn't it awesome? It is so fun. Think about this. I've been sitting here for seventeen years listening to this. I have I have the best existence in the world. I feel so bad that I'm a late bloomer to this show, and this is only my second time here. But, you know, we are, <laughs> we are what we do, so I am connected to the poets in the ecosystem, and I am honored to be able to sit you're, back you're and listen to You're ours now, baby. Artists. You don't get to go anywhere. You're ours now. You'll be sitting here 17 years from now <laughs> with some new caller on there saying, yeah, I remember when that was me. <laughs> <laughs> So, Nyla, uh, once again, beautiful people, I am in Kosi from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I'm going to do two pieces and, and move out the way. This uh, first piece that I do, Nyla, in community is a piece that I did in the United Nations. There was a, a, a tragedy happening in Darfur. There was a genocide happening in Darfur, and we protested in front of the United Nations building. And this is one of the poems that I did. So uh, I'll share it with you. It's entitled Darfur. Come, let us sit in the cipher, spark peyote, put our ears to the earth and listen. Death mantras sounding like Arabic songs, piercing the call of a dawn. But this poem is not about Islam, more like the trail of tears or buried hearts at wounded knee. Let us pour libation for uncounted bodies in Darfur, for the tainted soil of headless corpse planted by Janjaweed in Darfur, a place where cemeteries are trapped in children's laughter. And that just doesn't seem natural to me, but this poem is not about nature, more like support for Sudan, as if Darfur was Israel, and the well and wall included Bob and the whalers. No redemption songs, no woman, no cry, simply flatline poems cried from the belly of Africa. This poem is anti-IMFs and conflict stones, trilateral commissions and conflict zones. In the West, Darfur seems unknown like COINTEL. See, this is deeper than the Panthers, more like wholesale Tuskegee experiments with AKs. I say it's time to mount up. A million man march to Darfur, Farrakhan the five-star, Maxine water riding hard top, and then off to Darfur. Off to Darfur a must. Because what happens in Darfur happens to all of us. 
That's the poem. Damn. Right between the eyes like a bullet. That was incredible. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Now That was uh, amazing. This last poem, Nyla, because I want to sit back and listen to the other artists. So I'm just going to recite and get myself out the way. So, Nyla, I think with this last piece, I I really want to preface it because of the experience I had creating this poem. One day I was getting on an A train going to work in Manhattan, and a young lady came out of the subway. One of the framings was that there were people living in the tunnels. They called them old people. I hate that term. Framing is important to me, but this young lady came out of the subway tunnel. No one saw this young lady. Everybody was either reading the newspapers or on their cell phone. And the the young lady looked like she was about 22, 23, came to me and asked for a dollar. I was trying to wrap my head around this experience, and by the time I dug in my pocket to give her a dollar, she said, fuck your dollar. It's too much blood on it anyway. She turned around and went right back through the tunnel. Nobody on the platform saw this woman but me, and I knew that morning that when I got to work, I was going to write a poem about this experience. So this is the poem. I I titled it um, Harriet on the A-Train. She appeared to be about 20. Her body structure was like that tennis player, though a bit hunched over. She asked me for a dollar. Her hands were bronze from years of subways, underground railroad. She said living there was part of Harriet's legacy, and every dollar contributed to that history, those underground trips. The way I was dressed, she asked me was I an investor or something, and if so, I needed to invest my dollars before I got laid off. She said I looked at trusting type, nothing like Ponzi or made off. Man, give me a dollar, she said, as if only my dollar could take her there to a time when her hands held more than poverty, more than the sentient field she'd seen in Saigon, Hiroshima, Vietnam, freedom fighter of the dark. She told me to believe in Zen. I didn't quite know what she meant, but I was meditating on transferring this yin, this dollar, this sister, spirit similar to my mother. I dug into my pocket, sort of felt like runaway slaves running through my palms, Apaches riding horseback within the creases of my hands. In fact, I think I felt a black panther. She smiled. Ask me if a dollar would kill me, like those in Coup d'Ivoire, Indonesia, South Africa, Jamaica, places where death costs less than a dollar. She smiled, then said, fuck your dollar. There's too much blood on it anyway. Then she turned around and shuffled off back through that underground railroad. That's the poem. Wow. Nyla, thank you for having wow. me this evening. Makes you wonder if she was really there or if it was somebody bringing you a message. I mean, it was like... That that just sounds that what a cool story that is. What an amazing poem. Thank you so much and I was glad to be able to generate that experience. And sometimes sometime you'll have to remind me about my person who was there and then disappeared. I'll tell you that story someday. <laughs> All right, looking forward to it. Thank you for having me and I'm staying online to listen to the, the oh. rest of the remaining creative geniuses. Tell everyone how to find you before you go running away, love. Oh, yes. So once again, my name is Nkosi, N-K-O-S-I. My last name is C-A-I-N. I can be found, Google me. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like most of these stuff, um, situated along the spectrum of the work that I do. I love building community. I love making friends. So please um, friend me on on any platform, and I look forward to um, 
draw some community with you all. And Nikoji, do you have any of your poetry recorded? Yes, I have a couple CDs. Uh, you know, truthfully, Nyla, I haven't written in years until I got on this program. Really? Yeah, I haven't written in at least seven or eight years until I got on this program last week. That was the first poem I wrote in almost a decade, like seven and a half years. So I've been inspired to write simply as a result of this program, but I do, do have two CDs, and I'll send you, um, I'll send you one over, over one of these platforms uh, that I've found you on. That would be awesome. I would really love that and love to have them on the uh, on the board so I can play them on the show, if that's okay. All right. No problem. And, of course, it's okay. I'll make sure I'll send them to you before the night is over. Awesome. Thank you so much, sweetheart. I appreciate it. And you did a great job tonight. I am so glad you found your way back. And, like I said, we're keeping you. Uh, well, I'm staying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next week, honey. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 707. 707, you are on the air, I think. Good evening. Yep. Hello. How are you? I'm well. And yourself? Absolutely wonderful. Good to hear from you. Likewise. So introduce yourself to everyone. Um, my name I go by Lily Ain't Misbehaving, and I'm calling from California. Mm-hmm. Wonderful to have you here, sweetheart. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what you're going to read tonight. Um. Uh, I pretend to be a poet online. Uh, <laughs> um, you don't pretend. You are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a poem, but um, I don't have a title for it. But um, whenever you're ready, please go ahead. When you want someone so bad, you ignore all of the red flags slapping you in the face and say that it's just the winds of change blowing. What exactly has changed, though, other than the time of day? There's not much of a difference there either. Feels like you're traveling in a time machine or playing with that rabid-ass groundhog reliving the same shit you've done in your 20s. Who really wants to watch that reboot of that repetitive show about how you and your feelings were shitted on, or how your heart was buried alive so deep in the grave that It couldn't be reached for retrieval, so it died a slow and painful death while you're on the outside looking into the TV screen, watching the same played-out scene, well, play out, screaming, get up, to get up, get out, do fucking something, not realizing that the television is on mute and you can't find the damn remote, so you continue after decades of existing on this earth because this couldn't possibly be living in a delusional coma. You want someone so desperately that even at your so-called age of wisdom, you're attracted to the dumb shit because it's oh so shiny. Your brain, your brain trying to drag your heart by the hand towards the opposite direction, telling you, come on, silly, but that fog is fucking up your vision. Flags still slapping you in the face. Headlights damn near blind your ass, warning you about the dangers ahead. All of the signs posted read, stop, danger, 
watch your step. But you still skip along, hoping that fork in the road serves up something different on the menu, praying that this time will be your time, scanning the garden of unassuming danger for that four-leaf clover that doesn't exist in these two parts. There is no happily or ever after. It may never be your time. You've wasted it, and now you're caught up in a drought. After all, you are in California, and there's no water to put out the fires you've set. You're talking to God, requesting this and begging for that because you're a good woman and you deserve good things to happen. But how do you figure you deserve those things when you never listen to what your father tells you? You're hard-headed as always, and just like past episodes of that show, that, that old show, the sitcom was canceled because, quite frankly, no one wants to watch your train wreck again. They're already, they already know how that episode will end. He will continue to put you in time out until you learn how to mind somebody. Get your priorities in order because each order you put in the drive-thru will be sold out. It will always be unavailable until you make yourself available for what he has been asking of you for so many years. Change the topic of conversation because what's going to happen is, just like some of your friends, he's going to stop answering your calls and leave those text messages on red. He knows that you're lonely. You just want what others have been blessed with, but truthfully, you're not ready for it. You haven't prepared yourself for the abundance of blessings that should come your way. You can't even listen to his simple instructions. How are you going to submit to a husband when you won't submit your life to the Lord? He doesn't ask for much. Declare your love for him, just like you declared your love for those niggas who couldn't bless you nearly as much as he would. Instead of getting naked for them, Bear your soul to him. He already knows what's in your heart. Just confess it. Instead of giving your mind, body, and all things in between to someone who will leave you empty, give your whole self to him. He will fill you with so much love that you won't remember what a drought felt like. The sand in your hourglass is about to run out. So are the remaining days of your life. You better make it count. Bow your head. Bend those knees and talk to him. Instead of wagging your tongue for sport, listen to him. I mean, really listen. The roads leading towards your forever home won't clear until you do. Oh. Wow. That was incredible. That was incredible. You. you are you. very, very welcome. Are you going to read two for us tonight, baby? Um, sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Let me... Let me see. What can I do? Uh, what am I allowed to do? You can do anything but hardcore erotica. Okay. Actually, you can do erotica. Um, you just can't do porn poems. Okay. Uh, I think I'll do what? White privilege and distress sounds like. Let me find it somewhere. Oh, there it is. Okay. What white privilege and distress sounds like. Hi. I like to report a crime. There's an African-American threatening my life. Oh, my God. I'm afraid. I'm petrified. I think he's trying to kill me. Please send the cops immediately. Weapon? Of course he has a weapon. His melanin. He's 
so dark. <laughs> Black and big. Did he just whistle at me? He's talking to me. Stop talking to me. I fear for my life. Please hurry. What do you mean? What is he doing? He's buying Skittles. Uh, he's selling CDs. Uh, I mean, he forged a check. Uh, I think he's asleep on his couch. Or is he sleeping in his car in a drive-thru? He's jogging. I don't know. He looks suspicious. I'm sure that he has a criminal record. Hell, they all do. Our neighborhood was safe before those people came here. Go back to where you came from. You don't belong here. What's my name? It's Becky. My name is Becky. I mean, Karen, I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. My name is George Zimmer. Why should that matter? His life, her life, their life shouldn't. Just know that my last name is Privilege. They're always causing problems, damn colored people. After all, I do have the protection for my complexion, so I need you to protect me. Come quick. Exterminate. I mean, execute. I mean, neutralize the threat. Those people are fast runners. They might get away. He's pulling something out of his pocket. I think it's a gun. Is he going to shoot me? Over there, officer. That's Doug wearing the hoodie. A taser's not going to work. Get your gun. Take the knee to his neck. I mean, they're always on their knees protesting, showing disrespect towards our country, our flag, our military. Our lives matter, too. Officer, he's fighting back. You have the right to defend yourself against those hoodlums. He's breathing. Make it stop. <laughs> yes, Dr. Mezzanine. Officer Chavin, my dog and I are safe, thanks to you. Before you know it, America will be great again, just like it was in the good old days. Um. Man, all I want to do right now is stand up and say amen. 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 Disney princesses, right? That was absolutely an incredible, incredible piece. You are very welcome. I would love, if you have that recorded, I would love to have a copy of that as well to play on the show. Okay. okay. Or if you I'll record it, then let me know. Yeah, that would be incredible. That was, what a treat. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Thanks for the platform. You're very welcome. Do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can come find you, get to know you better before you come back again and read next week. Okay. Um, you can find me on Facebook um, under Lily, uh, in parentheses, the Black May West. Um, I'm also on Instagram under Lily Ain't Misbehaving. And, uh, yeah, I think I'm on TikTok, Lily Ain't Misbehaving as well. So, yep. Black May West, that is awesome. We used to watch Turner classic movies when I was little, and uh-huh. I absolutely fell in love with May West. I cannot believe right. that she got away with some of the shit she got away with in the time she was living in. You know, she was so so off color in her humor. I'll, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'll never forget this scene. She gets on, there's a man, she's on the elevator and a man gets on. And he looks at the, she's standing by the button thing, and he looks at her, and he says, ballroom, please. And she goes, oh, 
excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely loved it. And I love you. I'm so glad you're here. Please come back and share with us again. It was a real treat, honey. Oh, well, thank you. You're very welcome. We'll talk to you soon, hon. Okay. All right. Oh, five. That's a great thing. Five oh three. You're on the air. Is that me, Nyla? It is you. <laughs> Welcome, baby. Hi. Oh, it's so good to Hi. hear from you. Oh my gosh. Hi. Hi, hun. How are you oh, doing? I'm so happy right now. I'm fine. You should see it, grinning ear to ear, like oh, wiggling in my chair. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I want to make you grin. It's so good to hear from you. What's going on with you? Oh, just trying to navigate the frozen tundra of northwest Oregon right now. Um, oh, I know, right? My, uh, yeah. I lost yeah. my, because I'm in Oregon as well, and right. uh, over near Salem. And lost my, I had a uh, corkscrew willow, taller than my house, totally gone, completely oh, gone. No. Oh, and no. I have a lace-leaf maple in my backyard that, is just whole, the whole half of the tree exploded, and so half of my tree is missing. Yeah. Stupid yeah, place. I'm there. I've been, like, trading out hummingbird feeders every hour on the hour and, um, you know, taking stuff out for the deer and the birds, and everybody's just having a really hard time. Oh, you're such and, a kind uh, soul. Oh, they're my I do babies. this do it for the birds. Birds, Do birds, yeah, yeah. yeah. My birds, yeah. I, uh, well, I don't know how this reading is going to go because this is kind of from the hip, but I saw your post earlier, you know, where you were asking for, you know, people to weigh in with thoughts about things to Prompt, read yeah. for tonight. So mm-hmm. I wrote this in response to yours. Um, so here we go. If I can't read my writing, we'll be in trouble because I've scratched stuff out, but we'll, we'll hope for that. No, we're just hanging out and having fun and just, just do it. You'll be great. You know that. Okay. I will not remember you in the weary gray years when cold settles into my bones and navigating thoughts is easier than moving through my world. I will not remember you when 3 a.m. presents itself with ancient thoughts crushing your image against my heart, a pain I am yet tempted to clutch against my soul. I will not remember you when sunset paints the sky blood red with the smoke of burning memories and the scarlet matches the shard just withdrawn from my heart. I will not remember you when the realization of mortality rests hard upon me, braided with the acceptance that I will likely never see your face again this side of eternity. I will not remember you even after you've thrown me away yet another time and I have to decide it is the last time. I will not remember you when all that is within me cries out to remember you. End poem. 
That was incredible. That's one of the things that's so much fun for me, putting out prompts, sharing things like that, because especially when you guys come back and read them, mm-hmm. because you never know what you never know what they're going to grow into. Right. And that was amazing. Thank you. You're very welcome. Are you well, going to read so two? It's so good to hear your voice. I know. It's so good to hear yours. How long has it been since you've called in? You well, know? not not as long as, you know, the time before that, but it's it's been several weeks easily. Maybe a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. Too long. So, too long. Yes, indeed. So, <laughs> anyway, thank you for being there. I remain grateful for that every time. It's my pleasure. And, Tell everyone yeah. how they can love on you, honey. You know, I mean, I I still don't have anything really formal set up. I keep, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And uh, but right <laughs> now I'm just on Facebook under Christy Doherty. So that's it. That's so, enough for him to find you, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, baby. And You're very I welcome. To, I look forward to hearing the rest of the show. All right, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Okay, hon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Our next caller comes from 585. 585, you are on the air. Mm-hmm. <gasps> hello, hello, hello. Hello, Curry. Hey, darling. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So your, um, your prompt and your request for prompts and... um. Most of the times I don't always catch those, but I did catch this one tonight. And I have something in response to the very same as that young lady who was just there. I would not remember oh, you. Oh, this is so cool. And so let's try that. Um, will not remember you. All things, it seems, find a place to rest in someone's dreams or a song they like best. They push and crowd to claim a space or holler loud and demand their place. Don't you remember the time that we did this and that, just you and me? The things they don't ask to recall are those that came after the fall, after the sweetness had all gone past and the I love yous had breathed their last. I will remember the feel of every day being just like the sunny breeze in May. And the lovely things we used to do, I remember those feelings, but I will not remember you. Did did you just drop the mic? (laughs) I just dropped the last line. (laughs) (laughs) It's like mic drop, bam. (laughs) That was great. That was perfect sound effect. <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. How how amazing is that having two of the same prompt read back to back? It's magic. That, it was that good a prompt. So <laughs> now I got some other stuff. See, that's a freebie because that's the response to a, a prompt. Yes, um, it is. I'm recalling that as I got started writing poetry, it was said that the more some people write poetry the less they read, and I could I could I could dig it because 
I started realizing that, you know, I'm always interested in letting somebody hear mine, you know, and and becoming less and less, the more enthusiastic I got about writing it, the less enthusiastic I got about or having time to read. And I kind of decided not to be that way because, you know, I already know what I know. I need to find out what somebody else knows. So I started reading a whole lot of other poetry. So here is someone that I that I managed to find. Most people think when they think about great black poets, they always come to the Harlem Renaissance because it's this shiny beacon. But what about all of the people that came before that? There were mm-hmm. some great poets that we just don't pay attention to and mostly don't know about. One such is James D. Carruthers, who was born just outside of slavery in uh, 1869, and he died, I believe, in 1919. And he was a classical poet. He was a a fine, very literate man uh, who early in his career did a couple of poems in uh, vernacular, and he would later regret having done that even though he and Paul Lawrence Dunbar were friends, and he eulogized Paul Lawrence Dunbar upon his death. Uh, and, of course, mm-hmm. Paul Lawrence Dunbar was known for the vernacular. But here's one that Carruthers did in vernacular, and I've had to read it like five times just to try to get a hold of the vernacular and the rhythm, so if it doesn't come off just so, forgive me. It's called An Indignation Dinner. There was hard times just for Christmas round our neighborhood one year. We held a secret meeting where the white folks couldn't hear to discuss the situation and see what could be done. So what a first-class Christmas dinner and a little Christmas fun. Rufus Green, who called the meeting, Riz, and said, in this here town and throughout the land, the white folks is trying to keep us down. I see they, I'm sorry. Say they brought us, they sold us, beat us, now they abuse us because we're free. But when they catch but when they fetch my stomach, they done gone too far for me. Is that right? You sure is, Rufus, roared a dozen hungry throats. If you keep a mule working, you don't tamper with his oats. That's sense, continued Rufus, but these white folks nowadays have gone so close and stingy that you can't live on what they pay. Here it is Christmas time, and folks' eyes are indignant enough to choke. Where our Christmas dinner coming from when we most completely broke? I can't hardly pop for the toothpick or a glass of water. Mad? Say, I'm desperate. Just, they just better treat me nice, these white folks better have. Well, they used the white folks come scandalous till old Pappy Simmons riz, leaning on his canes and folding on account of his rheumatism. And say, children, what's that wintry wind a sign through the street about y'all wasting summer wages? But no matter, we still must eat. Now, I see the beautiful turkey on a certain gentleman's farm. He's a growing fat and sassy and getting strut- and strutting to a charm. Chickens, sheep, hogs, sweet potatoes, they all crops is fine this year. All we need is a committee for the tote them goodies here. Well, we lit right out and voted that it was a grand idea. And the dinner we had that Christmas was worth traveling miles with me. And we, and we eat a full of plenty, big and little, great and small, not because we designed it, but indignant, sir. That's all. Indignant dinner. And 
even for the lightheartedness of it, his point was, obviously, you know, when you hold somebody down and they do things that you consider them to be wrong, you know, it ain't mm-hmm. that bad. They, they're under a condition that they don't need to be under. I have wanted to do, if I have time, this poem here. Okay. So, so I know that you're a sports woman. And um, this man here was the last of the old school boxing champs where young men, black, white, yellow, who were poor, got in the ring and fought for the enjoyment of people who had money enough to pay to see him. After him, the fighters that came through were all supported by Olympic teams, all kinds of of groups, uh, financial groups and what have you. But the last of the baddest man in the world type heavyweight champion was Sonny Liston. Badder than Mike Tyson. Sonny Liston. Doleful, scowl, menacing sneer, looking so much like my daddy. I knew I was yours and you was mine. They was always going to get you. Black man, jungle prowler, beautiful brute, knocking out palookas left and right like whooping boys in the schoolyard. Had no friends, didn't need them, because you could beat them all. White boys from down south, overseas, lowly niggas and upstanding Negroes, from payday bombs to the champ, a credit to his race, they said, who could not hide, so ran from you into a crushing right, and the count was ten. They did not like you, but needed you. Something old they wanted back. A black stud, John Henry, stack elite, reminder of the times of mules and men. But alas, you would not, could not last. New times, new measures, new looks. You were at new times, new measures, new looks, and you were overcome, overtaken by a beautiful blackness. An explosion of elegance, emptiness, extravagance. That punch was no phantom, Sonny. It was all of them. The good colored folk, the polite button-down civil rights Negroes, the new black prophets, the old mob, white folks, who could not hold back that which was to come and was already there. Snuck up on you with a swift right hand and a final moment in a hotel room. No one, no one could say they saw either one. They wanted you gone, Sonny. Wanted you erased and forgotten. But that is a failing notion and will be whenever talk turns to the fearsome, the great, the most man amongst men, and not for as long as I have breath. Wow. That was incredible, Doug. I can remember. No, I know. I go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just want to say I can remember listening to the fight on the radio when he first fought Cassius Clay, and you know, at that point, you know, you had to hear it on the radio. And on the radio, it was a round by round recap. It wasn't even live. But uh, Sonny, listen, you know, he looked like my dad. And he, um, I remember seeing him on the Ed Sullivan show 
skipping rope to the tune Night Train. But he was the last of those old, you know, fighters used to be farm boys, um, country boys, uh, rough guys that came out of the penitentiary. That's where, they, that's where you got your fighters from. And when Ali beat him, who was Ali? Ali was some bright young up-and-comer who was an Olympic champion. Okay, so he had, you know, a whole new era of uh, of uh, mass production had come into the game. I mean, a whole new era of having, uh, you know, the media and, and having have one's uh, popularity built up that way. Because before that, you know, fighters would fight a different fighter every month just to just to have a steady paycheck, or they would they would ride from town to town and and fight the best of the town. Um, but when when Cassius Clay beat him, then it, and at the time it was the civil rights era, so a whole lot of stuff was coming about, and Sonny was like you know a guy from the days of mules and men. You know, in fact, it said that his father made him work as a mule when uh, when the mule died. And that's why, you know, he was strong like that. But that was my man, Sonny Liston. I always wondered how someone who got hit in the face as much as he got hit in the face was still so pretty. (laughs) Sonny was tough. He was Mm -hmm. just tough. He was tough. I mean, he was a menace. You you could see the palpable fear. You You never saw it again until you saw Mike Tyson, but you could see... You know, these are boxers. These are guys who are trained, okay, trained and not only trained but so used to being hit, okay. I mean, most of you know, most of us couldn't take one of those punches, right? And they were used to taking those punches and still coming back. Um, but when it came to Mike Tyson, you could see the fear in the opponent who was used to what he walked in there for, and you hadn't seen that since the days of Sonny Liston. That's crazy. I love it. I absolutely love that piece. You do a lot of pieces like this where you take little snippets of history, little Polaroid snapshots and share them, you know, slice of life writing that I think is really cool. You know, I think that I've been privileged to see some very interesting things and live through some remarkable times, but that's what I think. But what I actually know is that, for young people today, they're living through the same thing. I hope that they're collecting the memories. I mean, I hope see, some, something like Sonny Liston, that was indelibly etched in my mind. You know, watching Willie Mays chase a ball, that was in my mind. You know, listening to, you know, to uh, Malcolm X on the, on the TV because they had the news covering them or, or, or uh, Martin Luther King. You know, those things happened in real time. Things are happening in real time now that I hope that people really take note of because one day these will be back in the day. These days will be back in the day and people will be Mm -hmm. talking about this. And we know this ain't good. Trying to remember what I heard the other day, because it was, it's really kind of funny that you read, you read that about Sunday because I heard, reading or heard something something about to this day he's still regarded as the scariest man in boxing mm-hmm. yeah. to this day you know I saw I was uh, I saw something 
I think it was something on YouTube. I was watching it the other day, and I took note of the, the width of his hand across the knuckles. I mean, it was like half of somebody's chest. And I looked, and his smile was that wide, too, across his face. I mean, he was just a, a brute of a man. He wasn't an unhandsome person, but he was like this rock of Gibraltar. Mm-hmm. And the thug. He was a pure thug. Yeah. But, you know, he had been made that way. I think Sonny had a lot of heart. You know, he had a lot of, uh, in a different time, he had a lot, a lot of love in his heart that he had no outlet for. Like I say, his father, his own father worked him as a mule when he was a child down in Arkansas. So. I love the way that you make me think or remember or nostalgia, all of that. Fantastic job, baby. Tell everyone how to find you. Yeah, I am uh, Douglas Curry, and be found on Facebook under that name. Be found as Manchild, M-A-N-C-H-I-L-L-D, 99, Manchild 99, at allpoetry.com. That's where you find the work. On the radio on Friday night, 9 to midnight Eastern time, uh, org for the show Blacks and Blues. And on Saturday night from uh, 11, uh, 10 to 11 uh, Central Time at WDCB.org, uh, programs called Blacks and Blues. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Appreciate it so much. And hopefully you'll be able to call in next week. We miss you when you're not here. Okay. I'll be looking forward to it. All right, son. Talk Take to you care. soon. Guys, so we have 28 minutes left in the show. This is the lineup. We have area code 615-832-513-863 and 609. So I am going to keep my comments to the minimum so I can get you all in. I'm going to keep you at two poems, but it has to be like two shorter poems or one long poem. And let's go ahead and grab 615. 615, you're on the air. Hey, Nyla. It's me, Clarence. It is you. Welcome to the show, baby. How are you? I'm absolutely wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, even though I'm cooped up with this um, snow and ice that I can't do my Willie Nelson on the road again thing. I'm like, (laughs) but I get a chance to spend time with you finally. That makes me very happy. I'm happy too. (laughs) I ordered all the bad weather just so this could happen. Oh, so it was you. Me. Yep, right here. <laughs> yes, because I thought I escaped it from the 585 area code that I used to live in. Yeah, yep, I'm from there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it happens. <laughs> so, what do you have anyway, for us tonight, hon? My first piece. Is called Social Media Legend. In this picture, I'm looking like I'm from the 90s rap group X-Clan with the resemblance. 
African antiques, medallions, and relics. My fart is barbaric when you smell it. I don't sleep with the enemies or my dead relatives don't answer to ancestors in the spiritual or mental. So how are you unknown and now you're a legend? Ordinary people given the green light with all of me, drifting on a memory. I must be a great pretender. Don't get me wrong, I got brass in my pockets as a weapon. This is a season of generous giving, so donate the dollars, says Creflo Wait. What did you do with my money that I sent you? Because I saw how you spent it. I will exit out my tweet. There goes my shirt. Oh, my. A Sabin produced Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Roll Tide. Any way you want it, that's the way you need it, so hold tight. Some more advice. Don't ever try to go to a club and make a hoe your wife. Social media? <laughs> Give me a vacation home off Expedia. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's the recipe. Now read the ingredients. Free your mind, and if you need fiber, eat some Cheerios. There goes the next round of flatulence as I remember what Roberta Flack says. The first time ever I saw your face, it was met with a batteram. And I don't mean to be killing you softly, but only Donnie Hathaway can put you back together again, sissies. That's it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. Wasn't expecting that ending. That was awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it. So my next piece is called A Dangerous Path to Cross. Not too many will attempt this. Only a few will take on the risk of being lonely and ostracized. This is not a stunt done by professionals. Some will look foolish and make mistakes. Imperfections may show in the mist. People may say they're capable of achieving this milestone in confidence. They have no idea. Traveling into the great unknown, away from the indoctrination, from family, from spouses, from friends on purpose, trembling in admission of doubt, but doing it afraid and alone along this imperative journey that is your destiny. To reach the summit for only the chosen, can you walk this walk? The point is, so many go towards the shine, the neon lights on Broadway for their best life now on this earth instead of storing treasures in heaven. Instant gratification is accomplished, nice mansions and cars and riches. Popularity and opulent status placed in power positions of gods and goddesses. But the problem is you can't walk this narrow path. You won't carry your crosses. You won't sell all you have and give to the poor. You're adamant this evening to where God says, depart from me. Who are you as you're locked out the garden? See, this is a dangerous path to cross here. So go ahead and live it up in your abominable debauchery. 
looking for property and gifts when all I want is God and that's it. As I'm sitting in this laundromat, my hands scorched by hot nickels and blazing dimes, realizing I forgot to empty my pockets, crazy that in my constant writing, I thought of this in peace. Hot nickels and blazing dimes. I know where that came from. You caught that. I did catch that. <laughs> that was incredible. Thank you. It's so nice. I'm not to just be here. another not just another pretty face. <laughs> great great, great job on that, hun. Thank you. Where you can find me? Hmm. I have two pages on Facebook, two profile pages, both named Clarence Ferguson Jr. One with the football jersey, a black and gold football jersey. One with me and a bald head sitting in front of the steps. They're both legit. And you can find me on SoundCloud backslash Clarence Ferguson Jr. or MixCloud backslash Clarence Ferguson Jr. And I'm trying to get my Wattpad back up again because I want to put a book on there. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Hopefully you'll be able to call in next week. If you end up back out on the road, please be safe, okay? Thank you very much. Um, I'm not smoking weed, but I'll be on the road. (laughs) Okay, good. Sometime uh, (laughs) remind remind me to tell you the story about the, the time I met Willie Nelson. Yes, please, please tell me that story. I, I will be waiting. It's a, yeah. Yeah. yeah how many people? Yeah. How many Willie. people in the world can say that they've been, they've been, they've had Willie Nelson spit on them? Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. There, there's a teaser for yeah. the story. <laughs> All right, sweetie. We will talk Might to you next week. Right thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code. Area code. We have 832-513-863-609 and 919. Okay. Let's go ahead and grab 832. 832, you're on the air. Hi, Naila. Hey, Uma. How are you, sweetheart? doing good thank you i'm gonna let you get right into it because i don't have a lot of time left so go ahead when you're ready yeah um one of these poems when the night lit the moon is um response to the title of my book sunset sail on a moonlit night it was a book um, published by glub uh a company and edited by Brian Dixon G. So this particular poem is not from that book. It is a response to your suggestion to me. Write about a poem where night lights the moon instead of the moon lighting the night. The night lights the moon. The night lights the moon. The clouds look like saffron. Tides rose to the skies. Causing tsunami across. There's nothing more than platelets. 
layer like a blanket overlapping the other. Three change, chaos reigned, patients strained, communications totally disrupted, misaligned. The night lit the moon, flames across the ocean rose to cover the clouds, drowning people, pits, and buildings. This of valor of teacher, teachers who send the kids to safety, or of humanity where pets united, families cherished. It was not the material possessions that all was lost. It was the human spirit that brought back the courage, rebuilt the cities, realized what is great. Not wealth, not possessions, not money. It's humanity that matters most, which is nothing less than divinity hope and rising universal spirit. Help one another not anything less than God's work. Creativity is blooming. Every human need addressed. Poem of Night Lead the Moon. Is that in palm? That was the one poem, and if you have time, okay. I can read another one. Please, Having yes, you. yes. The day reaches westward, stretching to hold her ward. Easily the sky yawns and spreads the dark blanket with stars. Another song, left unheard, another ray of hope transformed. Another game to be played, moving with the speed of sound. Think beyond the sunset in the west, with daylight cooking to sprout in the east. In the dame of night sings her sonnet, shine and glitter to perform tonight. Leaves lying around under the oak trees, rusty yellow, brown, or jaded green. Sing. Who amidst all plays the flute so melodious? Wish I could deck you with jewels. I could build you palaces to stay. I could have the Midas touch. What would it pay if I cannot see you sway? Like yesterday, today is better spent. Learned your love, your smile, your bent. Things that were never ever meant. Lay your peace away. Not a moment. How to see you smile. No worry at heart. Out here you sing, joy and happiness, overflowing the rivers, mountains, and skies with love towards the Creator, His creativity. Wow. Absolutely beautiful, both of those pieces, Emma. Well, they are... Some lines I wrote after coming here, attending your classes, taking the cues, they are a result of training. Not me, it's you. I don't think it's you. <laughs> it's you. Okay, it's you, you know, it's, the big you. It, uh... We're going to just go back and forth. It's going to be like when we're kids. You hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. 
I am really having some issues with my board right now. I'm sorry. That's just some crazy okay. stuff going uh, on. Uh, they can find me on uh, Facebook. They can also find me at the Blur Book. They purchase it, Sunset Sale on a Monday night. Or they can also uh, get another book called A Few Poems from My Heart or from Amazon. Um, it's written by Uma Pochampalli Gwaparaju. And a lot of poems about um, written by me on the Internet with two blogs that I'm running or simultaneously maintaining the same ones copied to the other. Um, one is called Poetry poetry by Oma Gigi and the other one is my poetry by Oma Pochampalli Goparaju. So whichever is easy, if you look up for me, find me. Perfect. All right, Oma. Great job on both of those pieces. I'm so glad you were able to call in tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Naila, and you all have a great uh, happy new year and rest of the happy year. You too, hon. Okay, so I'm working on my board right now, you guys. If you are on hold, do not hang up. We're going to do the best we can to get you all on here. Hang one second while I get this stuff figured out. All right, our next caller comes from area code 513. 513, you're on the air. Peace and blessings, Nyla. Hey, sweetie, how are you? Well, oh I almost said a potty word. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Oh my I'm gosh, so happy call, right so. now. I am so, wait, no, 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 wait. I'm just, I am so happy. I am so, it has been too long. Oh my gosh, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I don't be on social media often, but I saw your invite when I happened to get on. So I said, it's been a while. So, you know, get back into this. How long Wonderful do you think it's been you called in? Oh, it's been some years. <laughs> right? But, yeah, but still, every years. single week you get that invite, don't you? <laughs> Indeed, yeah. <laughs> a little, little yeah. stalkerish and unnerving, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for keeping me in the fold. I appreciate that. Oh, I'll never let you go. Your family, honey. Welcome. Indeed, Can't wait indeed. to see what you brought you. tonight. Okay. Um, I ask that you let me hear so I can touch your mind through your heart and enter to your soul with my thoughts. She wore business casual, though nothing was casual about her business. She asked if I want to be topped up before she drove home for work, you know, going to a lovely mouth like I'm her dentist. Of course, I said, of course. You can dine on my spill. I'll be your four-course meal. Why don't I get a couple towels for the spills? Scare me a little like get real. Do you really think I've left that much out of my grill? Who am I to argue? I'm just going to lay right here and enjoy the feeling and view. The precision and the pressure was the principal purpose of my pleasure. Her mouth stuck to me better than semen glue. The caressing mixed with the lashing hate my master critical 
Skilled with no hands, but still able to bust it like a pimple. Going down so deep, I undented her dimple. She blessed me. Saliva mixed with holy water, so I placed my hands on her temple. Repositioning made the strive for perfection. That much more simple. Twirling her tongue around my totem pole. Didn't even stop after money snow from its globe. For someone who wouldn't never suck the lick before, you inching closer to your goal of the yellow color gold. Thought I'd let you know. Now back to this particular action. She divided me from my soul as if my body and balls was a fraction. I'm talking galaxy attraction. The way you went up and down reminded me of the water showing of a Bellagio fountain. My fingers tugged on her pants. Her taste bud glanced right in my shaft. If you're the one of us I laughed, I guess you would have gagged her ass. Label accidental death. Though the perpetrator created such a sticky mess. It was amazing how not a single drop fell on the blouse covering her chest. Even more so because she was still fully dressed. That's my thoughts. That was hot as hell. Beautiful piece, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you much. Beautiful erotica. Listen to the rest of the show. I, th- I try. I try. Thank you. Hun, seriously, you have no idea how much it means to me that you made time to call in tonight. You know, people come and go and, you know, go out and they live their lives and and the world gets in the way, but they always come back home. And even though you're gone, know that you're thought about, know that you're missed, know that you're appreciated and being thought about. And any time you walk back through the store, there's a place for you set and waiting at the table. This is home. And I am so glad you were here tonight. Ah, thank you, Nyla. That, that, that's a poem in itself. I appreciate that. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you, babe. We'll talk to you soon, honey. Indeed, indeed. Peace and blessings. You as well. All right. Let's go ahead and grab area code 8. Six three eight six three. You are on the air. Um, hello, Nyla. This is Noreen. Hi, Noreen. How um, are you? Hello. Okay, I'm doing good. Okay, um, t- um today um will be uh, Gary been go- um has been gone um four years today, and I, and I will do a fir- memorial for him tomorrow. Today wasn't a good day. So I'm going to do it tomorrow. Okay. 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 And um, and in the and the poem um I have for Gary is um okay the first one is called I Promise You. You can't buy it with a fresh air when your heart and soul are gone. I'm going to give more than a memory. I'm going to give a sign from above. I want you to know I'll be waiting at the quantum crossroads. The end. He tells okay. you right there yeah. where he's going to be. Right. He, right. He's going to be right there waiting for me. And he's here now. I know he is. Oh, I do too. Yes. Okay. And the second one I have of his is, um, okay, this is perfect for the New Year's. Um, one, two, three days of New Year. Um, taxes, you think about them. Where have the old year gone? 
Where is my darling since that New Year's night? While Mother Nature has gone dormant and everything that dies is dead, we look forward to spring to bring everything to life again. The snow here and there is cold and freezing, and we get the sniffles of the season. This year has just begun, and our hopes are high to enjoy a better one. The red jelly life is in effect to be more responsible and be sure to work every day on something. Food stamps are just gifts from the from the light above to keep the workforce in control from the rich above. Happy from above. The end. And, beautiful, and, um, beautiful piece, Noreen. Thank you. And that title is what you give him for homework. That's how that poem <laughs> came about. <laughs> and he was excited about it. I'll never forget. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, and and I wrote a, a sonnet for Gary today, and I wrote it mostly while the show was on. And I started like 15 minutes before, but I finished it right before I called in. And this is Sonnet 29. Four years ago today, you have left this earth for heaven, a better place to be, pain-free, wheelchair-free, and you are in bliss. And I will always be your devotee. I have learned to live without you, but I don't want to. Don't get me wrong. I'll always love you, and I will never say goodbye, and I do not want to. Let me be brave. If I had another day, if I could, so much I want to do and want to say while you were alive and you understood, I wish I could love you, play and pray. This sonnet is for you, and I will not stop writing you. You're always in my thought. The end. Honey, that was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Okay. You know, he would be he would be blushing right now and smiling ear to ear. Yes. Yes. He would. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And in my second one is called A New Year. And the first line came from um um Honey Parker and I and I got her permission to use her line in, in my poem. And um and she and I got permission to share it too. Okay, and the the line that I used was "New Year, new things, new doors." That was a phrase she she said, and this is what I wrote on it: "A new year, new year, new things, new doors. Just believe, another year, a good year, better than last year. New things to try and create. New doors will open up for you." Just believe in God, and God will come through for you. Just believe in yourself, for God made everything beautiful and good. I believe in, in me, and I believe in you, and you, and you. New year, new things, new doors. God will come through for you in his time, not ours. New year, new things, new doors. The end. What a great prompt and what a great poem that got from it. That was that was awesome, Noreen. Well, thank you. Thank you. And when I seen that line of what Honey Parker said, and all of a sudden it just came to me, but I want to make sure I have her permission because that was her line. You know, what she said, new year, new things, new doors, and I don't want to use it unless I got her permission. 
Well, that was very kind of her, and look at that beautiful piece of poetry that yes. that's uh, well, been birthed from that. Boy, well, it's so amazing when you. we can reach out and inspire each other, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Beautiful job. Okay, thank right, you. Right, tell us how to find and you, honey. Okay, okay, you can find Gary Knight, you can find our books on Amazon.com, and you can find um, us on our website, um, Gary and Noreen Snyder dot Wix dot com um, front slash poetry and if you go on there and sign up for my newsletter you will get a free ebook to our truth. And um okay and cool. then also yes. Okay. And I wanna thank all for making that helping me making that landing page for me too. Okay. Thank you. Okay. And um Okay, and you can also find um, Gary on um, uh oh um, Facebook dot com, um, dot com, and poetrypoem dot com, and you can find me on um, reverbnation dot com, um, Facebook dot com, and poetrypoem dot com. We both are Googleable and Googleable. Okay, <laughs> and um, okay, and then um. You can oh you can find us on the the poetry club every Saturday night. I'm I'm changing it to six o'clock now instead of five. It seems like I have more people coming on at six o'clock, so I'm going to start with six o'clock every Saturday evening Eastern Standard Time, and um it's called the poetry club Saturday night show, and then this coming um uh when was it now um I'm having um. On the 24th, on Wednesday, next Wednesday, um, have a chat with Poet Noreen, and, and my guest will be Chav Cat, um, um, Chav Cat, and he will be, he's from India, and, and on his time, in India's time, it will be the next day at 8 o'clock in the morning. And it's going to be at 9.30 that night for us on Wednesday. That's because, um, because, um, Jeff wants it uh, with perfect timing for him to be at eight o'clock in the morning Thursday, so it made it at nine thirty for us on Wednesday night. Very cool. Okay. And then you can, and you can find me here too. Of course, because this is home. Yes, right. This is home. Thank you. All right, Noreen. Do me a favor while you're spending time with Gary tonight. Give him a hug for me. Yes, I will. Yes. Okay. And and give yourself a hug for me. Okay. I did. All right, honey. I love you dearly. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay, talk to you soon. And we love you too. Okay. Nice Thank time. you. Thank you. Good night. All right. So now we are sitting at area code 609-919. And nine one six. I'm going to go ahead and keep you at two poems, uh, two short poems, one long poem, and we'll get you through here. Go ahead and grab area code six zero nine six zero nine. You, sir, are on the air. Well, good evening, Nyla. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm pretty good. This is Paul Sampson. A.K.A. Divine Inspiration. 
It is indeed. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I almost didn't make it. Then it dawned on me, oh, shoot, today's Thursday. <laughs> I got my days mixed up. That's okay. You're here now, and that's all. That's what happens. Exactly. But that's what happens when you get more seasoned in life. I don't say old. I say more seasoned. More seasoned. Notice how things just, everything just goes faster. You ever notice that? Everything just moves faster. Time moves faster. Remember when we were little and like, is it ever? You know, the summers lasted absolutely forever, and it just, you know, like it's like, and now it's like, geez, turn around tomorrow, and it's going to be the holidays again. Exactly. It seems like we just entered this year, and we're almost into the second month of the year already. It's just time mm-hmm. just goes too fast. I mm-hmm. still feel like I'm thirty, and I've doubled that plus, but that's okay. I'm still here. <laughs> I get you. That's, that's the important part. <laughs> and I'm only going to do one tonight because I know you're running out of time. So I'm going to keep it down to one. I'd love to hear it, hon, please. All right. This is uh, Amazing Grace. <clears throat> Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I see where I allowed the defeated enemy to cloud my vision, had me acting like I hadn't already been set free, set free from the taint of sin that still exists in me, set free from the reptilian claws of the enemy, the enemy whose sole purpose is to steal my joy, attempting to drag me into the pits of hell with his defeated lost soul for all eternity. Now, while my vision is clear, I'm crying out, Lord, forgive me. Stay with me, Father God. Please continue to cover me with your amazing grace. God's amazing grace is a most powerful tool used to empower and uplift a lowly sinner like me. Amazing grace is how we all can be offered the undeserved honor of sharing a season with thee for all eternity. Eternally grateful I shall be because of the amazing grace you have bestowed upon me, used to cleanse and restore me. That amazing grace that is amazingly free, blessedly mercifully available to all, no matter where we may be. 
amazingly, God's love for each of us, despite the times we disobeyed, despite the times we walked away, despite the circumstances we've allowed to overshadow thee, the times we actually spit in your face. Father God, I exist solely because of your amazing grace. Poem. You got some pipes on you there, sweetheart. Oh, thank you. I <laughs> sing because I like to sing. I really don't think you uh, you sing really, really well. That was uh, that was awesome to hear. I'd buy the album. Oh, are you still there? Hunter, are you still with me? I can't hear you at all. Did you mute yourself somehow? All right, that was Divine Inspiration. Google him. I don't know where he went. My board is really messing up. All right. Fantastic job on that piece. It was amazing hearing him sing. Let's go ahead and grab area code 919. 919, you're on the air. Yes, yes, yes. Nyla, Nyla, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year to you, my darling. It's good to hear from you. Yes, same here. Same here. Good to hear from you, Nyla. Good to hear from you. I, I didn't get to come on last week. I think the well, public we missed you. Too. Thank you, thank you for missing me. But the last time I was here, I think you told me that you wanted me to perform. Do you remember where you asked me to perform? Yep. The very first what poem you ever read on the show. Uh, the very first poem I ever heard you read when you came on this show. Yep. My Gigi's boy. Uh, which one that was? Uh, that had, must have had, it probably had to have been uh, the, the Chore. You think that was it? The Chore? Um, I don't remember that, now. Now you have me confused. I don't, I don't think it was Manjiji's boy. No, I don't think so. Well, do you read whatever oh. you want to read? Because that's exactly okay. what I okay. want to hear. Okay, I'm going to read the truth because the truth is going to, is, is is that poem, one of the first poems that I had written that that after I wrote it, I felt I was on the right path. And so it's, this is called the truth. I have traveled to the core of my soul. And I have seen the uttermost part of my belly. Yes, I have faced my fears. I have pondered understanding and in 
propagated madness, wisdom has felt my scrutiny. Wit made an ally of me. Secret places became my abode. In the silence, my mind played frolicking with the intangible. And this became my chore in life. Just something to do in the scheme of things. Thank you very much, Myla. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That was a great read, sweetheart. Thank you. Happy, happy to read it for you. Happy to have very it happy for you. right now. Thank you. Thank happy you. Very happy to see you, hon. Yes, you have a good one, Naila. I'm, I'm going to go back to the snoozing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll talk to you next week, hon. Yes, my dear. Listen, have a good year. Have a good year. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye, sweetie. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, let's go ahead and grab our next caller. Comes from area code nine one six. Nine one six, you're on the air. Nine one six. Hi Nyla. Hey baby. How are you? Hi, I'm okay. Made it. <laughs> I am um by the skin of your teeth you made it on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well I brought a couple short short ones. So real quick, um, this one no, I just you don't, have to be, you don't have to be quick. You're the last caller tonight, so take your time. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. Uh, it's called stacked as isosceles cubes, and it goes like this: When things turn up sitting down, standing still, it spins around, closely watching as it flies on by. Dimensional chaos tricks the eye, going forward to repeat the past, picking up start, picking stardust to keep his stash looking for things that die off in spring and grows in vacuum glass tubes, telling the tales that never fails stacked in isosceles cubes. It always lies as it is in its disguise, believing there's nothing to fear. Never before behind four shortened doors has it ever been perfectly clear. In poem. Wow. That was awesome. Are you reading two, you're reading two right? Um, yeah, I gotta go find the other one. Hold on. <laughs> uh, okay. I was gonna maybe read something funny if I can find it real quick. Uh humor. Um, did I ever tell you about my grandma? No, was she funny? <laughs> well, I'll 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 let you I'll let you know. That's the that's the poem okay. I'm gonna pick up. <clears throat> I'm sure that's uh, Grandma, there it is. And it's just called Grandma. Grandma's house so old and dark, staying there is never fun. Grandma acts strange sometimes. She has fooled everyone. Grandma killed the neighbor's cat. She drowned it in the sink. She raised the sweater from the suds and smiled and gave a wink. 
I watched her bury a body in back, in a stepstone nut where it lays, another's flowering pot to mark the unknown grave. While in the garage late at night, my fears are much, much higher. Sounds of saws and body parts returning kingling for the fire. Each day she likes to sharpen things. I watched her hone her axe. She plans to wait till I'm asleep before the bloody attack. I heard my grandma late one night, the neighbor kid she baked, celebrating lighting candles, then appearing with a cake. Each time I watch my grandma cutting things with her saw, I cannot stop wondering what really happened to grandpa. In poem. (laughs) (laughs) I used to get mad at mine because she made me eat whipped whipped honey butter. I suddenly appreciate my grandma very much. Yeah. I I, I knew one grandma. Um, my other grandma, both grandpas were, were uh, gone by the time I was born. So I only knew one grandma. And she was a sweet little thing, mm-hmm. and she didn't bury the kid in the back. She didn't bury the neighbor kid, and she didn't kill the cat. That's just a made-up thing. Has she ever heard that poem? <laughs> no, no, no. She's uh, She's been gone for many years now. Well, just remember, but, uh, she's look, she's looking down on you. <laughs> you're gonna have some. She you're was, gonna have some yeah. answering to do. Yeah, she was she was full Belgium. She had a very strong Belgium accent. And, uh, my name is my name is real name is Jerry, so she'd call me Jenny. Jenny. Aww. <laughs> so, can Belgian Taught me a little, but uh, yeah, grandma's That's awesome. Yeah, um, Saturday nights at 10 o'clock Eastern on Blog Talk, you find Team of Voices, A.P. Taylor, Deborah Lee, and myself for open poetry. Stop on by or just tune in to listen. We're in so 71. So how come I haven't 70, seen... Go ahead. That, what, I haven't seen that on your thing, your page yet? <laughs> mm-hmm. You knew where I was going with that. <laughs> I knew, yeah. Well, I got some of it done. I just didn't get that part done. Just grab the and link. I'm sorry for the throw the link up, throw the link on the comment and say, "Hey guys, come over. We're on the air." It doesn't have we'll to do be anything it. fancy. Well, I see. I work on my phone, off my phone, and uh, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, but uh, I, I will get that, I will get that done. So, well, thank you for letting me know the read. invitations there, or delegate it. Have to see if you can get someone else to do it that isn't on their phone. I do so much do the of show that now. <laughs> of other. It's dropping a yeah. link on a page. I know. I, I, I can do it. I'll get it done. I promise you. Don't be bad. Oh, I know. That's just, it's just that, you know, <laughs> there's lots of people who would love I, to come I, over I, and hang out with you. Yeah, we have a good time. It's usually, we try. We got two hours scheduled, but it's usually a little more than an hour. Uh, this is a slow time of year for uh, our groups and our group anyway. But um, it'll pick back up. Do you uh, do you post it on your page when it's happening? Uh, it it is it is on our on the uh, all poetry page that that we use. A team of voices is the group inside all poetry. You can find it on our topics. There is a. Uh, um, uh, calendar and also we we list each pay each show um, through the week. We have different hosts, different themes, mm-hmm. 
uh, different prompts, open poetry. Um, so you can stop by just about any day just to see what we're doing. But uh, that's where you'd find it. It's all po- uh, on um, um, all poetry, a team of voices, A-T-O-V. That's what we're under. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. Yeah. Hey, I really appreciate you getting in and being able to share those with me tonight and hang out a little bit. It's always good to hear sure. from you. Thank you, Nyla. <laughs> You're very welcome. And hopefully we'll talk, talk to you next week. Next All week. Right. Yep. We'll see you then. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, sweetie. All right, everyone. You have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. It has been a really, really fun night. I don't know what's going on. We've had some people that we haven't heard from in a while. Yeah, I'm going to stretch and move around a bit. Oh, my butt's numb. Heard from some people we haven't heard from a while. Heard brand new people coming back. It's just been fantastic. Be safe out there in all this crazy weather that's going on. Don't forget, if you would like to be a sponsor of Speakeasy, shoot me a message and I can tell you how get how to get involved in that. We are currently in our 2024 broadcasting license fundraiser. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Be creative, have fun, and we will talk to you next week. I'm going to close the show with a piece by the Hydropods called Strong Women. Absolutely love this. Here you go. Good night, everybody. My sister is strong of heart and strong of mind. She stands like my mother once stood proud and on the world. The same world I stand upon, not as proud of myself as I am of them. I speak warmly of women who endure through tenacity and sensibility, creativity and desire, power and awareness, women who persevere and stand proud and on the world. And I avoid women who whine and the ones who point fingers and complain, the ones who chide and blame others for their failures, sexuality, or worldview. I prefer strong women, ones who leap barriers like real women, not like men or gazelles or bats, but with all the grace and strength of true women. And I like intelligent women, women who know how to hold their own, toe-to-toe against any man or anything that stands on this world, women with original thought and insight, because that's how I was raised. I prefer strong women, not cat-fighting women, breast-pounding bodybuilders, or cookie-cutter fashion show runway whores, or women who use men as models. Women who know history, who know men are more than a rampaging army of cyclop cocks. Women who know children are more than leverage, who know the world on which they stand and draw power from it. Women who are leaders, women who can process and comprehend, women who are great thinkers. And women who don't like me saying that are probably not that. I like women who can look you in the eye. No pretense, no false flattery, no apologies, no thanks. I've been challenged by many, topped by a few, slapped in the face by some, and shot to hell by a couple in particular, but I still like strong women, no matter what you think. I don't happen to like 
weak, whiny women just as I despise weak, whiny men. I can't pretend they're worth my time. If you're a weak woman, blame me now and get it over with. Keep crawling. But if you're a woman who possesses greatness, we have nothing to worry about. You wouldn't let someone like me get in your way anyway. And when I say something good about a woman, and when I say something bad about a woman, take a good look at the woman of which I speak and judge us fairly as you stand or kneel on this earth. 